Yeah. Yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope fam. Sean on the mic, very flat too. Keep you updated, that's what we do. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope fam. Yo, 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 what to do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altador with Pro Fan Sports Podcast, where the fans of the pros go back at you with my boys, Vlad and Barry. What's good, fellas? Chillin'. Hey, what's up, fellas? How we doing? What's up? I'm chilling, bro. All right, that's what me too. Me too. Ex- excited. We got a playoff time coming up for, for the time, NBA. Man. So, you know, but you, you got to drop the line for us, though. What episode is this? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's episode 22. Episode yeah. 22. Let's get it, man. And before we start, as always, if you have any questions that you want us to answer on the show, please send us an email or DM us on any of our social media platforms, and we will answer those questions on the show. So, if you want to email us, please email us at profansports1 at gmail.com, uh, or you can get us on the social media, Instagram at pro fans underscore sports twitter pro fan sports facebook pro fan sports if you like to watch if you're a visual person you can catch us on youtube as well youtube.com slash pro fan sports and um you can also support us uh by going on our website www.profansports.com and donating um whatever you can and we as always we appreciate it um just want to let you know we drop every Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Our episodes every Tuesday morning on all major streaming platforms. Our videos drop on YouTube every Wednesday. Um, so be on the lookout for it, man. Profan Sports Podcast, man. Fellas, we got a big show, man. Got a huge show, absolutely. Got some NBA playoffs to talk There's about. There's a lot going on. A whole Sports lot. Sports is ramping up. NBA playoffs. Uh, NHL playoffs. Right? Too. Uh, you right. got you got football coming back. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on. So um, on today's show, we'll be co- covering as always the NBA, the NFL, MLB, NHL, soccer, which is all around the world with Vlad. You know, and as always, we do the B Money lifestyle. So for the NBA, we're gonna do the Eastern Conference playoff picture, what that looks like. You know, versus the teams. We're gonna do the Western Conference as well. You know, we're gonna talk as always about the Celtics and their outlook versus the 76ers. NBA bubble awards went down. So what do we think about that right there? And some other miscellaneous stuff that has to do with the NBA, as far as the players and news that are coming out, some coaches getting fired and and whatnot. Then we're gonna jump on to the NFL where we're talking uh, Patriots, Patriots rookies that have retired some guys that have gotten contracts you know yeah, uh, right. some guys know. got paid this yeah week. some guys got paid you know oh, yeah. um some guys got signed as well you know a couple guys got signed uh some stuff from hard knocks you know we're gonna co- cover all that when it comes to the nfl and then we're gonna jump on to the mlb talking about the woeful red Sox. um you know some stuff that's also happening you know with breaking of protocols uh joe kelly you know, something happened with his situation. We'll talk about that. And then jump into the NFL. We're talking, and I mean, NHL. We're talking NHL playoffs with the Bruins. Um, some stuff that's going on over there as well. Uh, Tuka Rask. Oof, you know, oh, some yeah. Big news dropped from him. Some, he dropped a bomb on us, Oof. man. And then finally, we're going to be covering soccer. Where, you know, some finals are, are happening as always, you know. If you're, oh, yeah. Every week, <laughs> weekly finals, finals. Every week. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be covering uh, that. Different that. champion every week. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, let, let's get to it, dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're going to go into, into the NBA. So, NBA regular season is now over officially. You know? Nice, uh, nice. So, now we're, we're going into um, 
the playoffs. Yes, right? that's right. And, you know, with that, with the NBA season coming to an end, there's already been some stuff going on. A couple coaches got fired. Jim Boylan um, from Chicago Bulls. Uh, the Pelicans head coach got fired, Alvin Gentry. Um, you know, it always happens when, when the season's over, so nobody should be surprised there. I'm, I'm kind of surprised about Al, Al, um, Alvin Gentry, though. I'm yeah. kind of surprised about that, definitely. Yeah, a little uh, surprised about, yeah, yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, but I think they wanted him to make the playoffs. So the playoffs. Then. That's true. Right, and, right. And, and some news did come out that the Pelicans wanted to make like a big, a big splash or whatever in the off season. So I guess um that that's where they started. You know, they they're going they're gonna change completely. So it is what it is, man. I, I hope he gets another job somewhere because you know that's a that's a black coach out there. You know, doing his thing. Right, right. And, He's actually um, a pretty good. Coach, He's actually uh, pretty good, yeah. Too, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. It, it sucks that, you know, he always gets stuck with the startups, you know. That's some, true. Some coaches, that's just how their careers go. They they mm-hmm. just get in there, the, the trusted guy to, like, handle the transition and, you know, bring morale and stuff like that. And, then, you know, I hope he gets a he gets a good chance to um, do some things. You know, Chicago's job is open. Yeah, you know? yeah. I knew that guy was going to get fired. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Since last year, like, you know, uh, rumors came out. He wasn't like doing the right stuff, or you know the the stuff that he was um doing. He wasn't running by the players, right? Mm-hmm. So they got upset at that, and they felt like he just couldn't handle things. So um, it was a dumpster fire over there. So oh, I yeah. knew he was going oh, yeah. as soon as the season was over, you know. Um, but he's probably gonna get a job somewhere, you know. They always do. Um, yeah, he he might or probably. Like I mean, if you're if you're a head coach in the yeah. in the NBA, you you know. You, Obviously, you got some kind of resume, so no, I don't see him not sure. landing another job. Even if it's not in the NBA, maybe a college job or something. Yeah, yeah, they always got something in the pipeline, man. You know, he he'll probably be an analyst for you know a little bit. He'll he'll and he'll be analyzing the playoffs or something like that. You know, right, on right. TV. Doing some TV. You know, it's stuff, like a little right, pipeline. Right. You know, do some TV stuff as you wait for another gig, and then boom, you land another gig and you're gone. You know, um, but onto uh. You know, some more important stuff, the, the games that are actually happening. Um, Eastern Conference. So, we got some matchups. In the first round, it's going to be Bucks, Bucks versus the Magic. It's going to be Raptors versus the Nets. The Celtics versus 76ers. And then the Heat versus the Pacers. So, that's what it's looking like right now. Well, that's what it is right now. Um, Besides the Celtics matchup, which, uh, which matchup are you guys most looking forward to? Uh, besides? Yeah. Um, I'm actually looking forward to uh, the... The Heat and Pacers matchup. Oh yeah, you know uh, I like the the bad blood between T.J. Warren and um, what, what's his name? Jimmy uh, Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you yeah. know I like that. And I I don't know, man. You know the Pacers started playing and they didn't do too bad in the bubble. So um, and you know they're always a tough out in the playoffs for some reason. Yeah. You know even even if they get swept, it's always like a hard fought. Four games, you know what I'm saying? It's right. never like you know they just lay down for people to just like run over them. You know we know something's gonna happen. They they're gonna they're gonna ball. You know um I like their coach. I think he's a good coach. Um but for me that that's gonna be the the next matchup I'm looking for. Uh just because like the Raptors versus Nets. Come on. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, we don't need to say anything. About Bucks that. versus Magic. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um and then yeah. Uh yeah. Same same here. I'd I'd go with the Heat versus. Pacers, I think that's gonna be the most uh, competitive by far. Uh, you know, in in the um, Eastern Conference, the most competitive series, yeah, for, for sure, without question. I see that being a very long and lengthy series, and uh, those two teams really like going at each other uh, 
and 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 playing some uh you know some good competitive and playoff basketball yeah. so um that definitely excited for 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 that series and I like how they have a little bit of animosity towards yep. uh each other and there's a little bit of a rivalry so it, uh, you know it always makes things you know, exactly good for the storylines and the headlines, and it always makes things, you know, I- interesting um, and, and more appealing. So, no, the, the, that's certainly the matchup that I'm looking at without question in the East. Yeah, right. facts, man. Um, I, I agree with you guys. The Heat and Pacers, obviously. Yeah. Even, obviously, the Celtics versus Sixers, that's a matchup I'm going to be watching. Of course. Yeah, game. absolutely. Closely. Um, oh, but, yeah. But I thought the Heat and Pacers matchup is the is the head-to-head matchup that, like, people are not sure exactly what's going to come on on top. I, I think, um, so that's that's the matchup I'm most, like, most looking forward to. Uh, but before John um, announced the Western Conference playoffs, um, we, what do you guys have taking each of those matchups in the Eastern Conference playoffs? In the Eastern Conference, I think I, um, I actually asked this on uh, Instagram. So if yeah, you're on there, you know, that. you participate in some polls. We appreciate that. And um, as always, follow us on, on ProFans underscore sports um, on Instagram. Yeah, but Bear, you want to take that one? Uh, Yeah, so first, start with the Bucks magic. Obviously, I'll go with the Bucks. I'll say Bucks in four. Hmm. Uh, Bucks in four? Yeah. 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 Sweet. B- 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 sweet. Clean sweet. 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 Bringing out the brooms. Oh, yeah. Do, do, doing uh, some sweeping in the bubble. Uh, so I'll... Give you know that that series is going to be a quick and short series. Uh, the Raptors Nets think that's going to be another quick and short one. Uh, I mean, I like how the Nets played in their you know last couple games, particularly against the Blazers. Uh, you know, and giving them a run for their money and all Keep they can short. handle. But I'd, I'd say, uh, obviously, the, the Raptors would win this one. I'll, I'll go Raptors in five. Uh, yeah, okay. that one, and then we got the Celtics versus uh, the Sixers. You know the you know big series that we'll all be watching. Uh, I accept, expect the Celtics to sweep a depleted uh, Sixers. I just dropped a bomb in a hot take right there. Uh, but yeah, that that's my expectation is uh, Celtics in four in in that series. So I know we'll get to the Celtics more in a little bit. Yo. But uh, and then the Heat and Pacers. I think. That series is gonna go seven. I'll give it to the Heat in seven. The slight edge seven. to the Heat. Wow. Nice. You think that's gonna, you, you know what? Um, I didn't realize. Um, because I'm looking at this this um, what do you call it? The bracket for the playoffs. I didn't realize the Pacers were number four and Heat are number five. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought they, they were four. They skipped the, them. I think just the way the Pacers played in the bubble. Yeah, like um, they went over Miami yeah, in the standings. Wow, I, did not, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I was looking at this. I'm wow, like, are you wow. serious right now? Like the Pacers, they're actually the number four seed in the East. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought they'd be a top four seed? That's that crazy. Is wild. Wow. So this, that's impressive. I don't know. This, I don't know. Maybe it's the number, but that kind of like, <laughs> you know, makes me think that that series right there is gonna be, you know, even more harder for the heat now i don't know why maybe that's, i mean that's why it's a it's a tough matchup that's why everybody yo that that's oh, crazy absolutely. um good for them good for them um but with the heat versus pacers damn i'm gonna i'm gonna one. that that's definitely a tough one man but i think it's gonna go six seven i'm, I'm gonna go towards six just because you know miami they, they play a good d 
Yeah. Um, they got the threes, man. When when well, that coach. dude Duncan is going off, you know, when everybody's going off, kind of like when they played the, the Boston Celtics, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was like, holy shit, dude. Um, you know, they, they played they played good together, you know. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go more towards six and seven for them, uh, for the Celtics and 76ers. I'm not giving them a sweep, man. Like I feel like everybody thinks like the Celtics gonna win this series in three games you, you know what I'm saying you don't have to go too deep into it since we're gonna talk about right right right, right. you're right yeah, you're right yeah. um I don't know man I'm I'm gonna go five Celtics five Celtics um, okay five right. Celtics okay um okay. Raptors versus Nets this gotta be a sweep man and then Bucks versus Magic that's a sweep that's right there sweep you, yeah that, that's it uh, I'll make it quick so Bucks Magic sweep Raptors Nets five Ooh. Celtics Sixers <sighs> <laughs> Don't drop a bomb on it. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hear a hot take here. <laughs> um, six, six. Wow. wow. Celtics, okay. Celtics, and six. Heat Pacers. Um, that's a seven. I even if even if it does, I would like that to be a seven. Game I would really like yes, that too. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. The makeup for yeah. a seven and, game series. And, right I'm, taking, there. That's and I'm taking the Heat. Yeah. They're taking the heat. The heat. No, I'm with you on that, Vlad. De- definitely the heat. Okay. Have, uh, the edge in that series. But no, it's, that's as close of a series as you'll find in these playoffs without question. Right now, for sure. Um, well, maybe maybe there's actually one in the confer- Western Conference as well. So, well, at least in the um, Eastern Conference. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for the Western Conference playoff picture, so we got Jazz versus the Nets. Um, nuggets, you mean the Denver yeah, yeah, nuggets. the Nuggets. My bad, my bad. All good. Um, all good. And the Nuggets are actually the number three seed, and Jazz is number six. Yeah. Mavericks versus the Clippers, and the Mavericks are number seven. The Clippers are number two. Thunder versus the Rockets. Uh, Rockets are sitting at number four. Uh, I didn't realize that either. And um, Thunder at number five, and then you know top seed Bla- um, Lakers versus the Blazers. That's one and eight. So uh, just like we just did a second ago, what are you guys gonna do? Yeah, so favorite matchup and um would you would you think um who's gonna win these matchups? Um my favorite matchup for the Western Conference man, so so there's a so the the the, the thing is the Western Conference is always loaded, right? So yep. mm-hmm. all those yep, teams yep. all those teams are always good. So all those matchups are matchups that you wanna watch. Yeah. All those uh-huh. matchups are matchups you wanna watch. For sure. Um oh, yeah. man, my favorite matchup might be that's really hard. I don't know why this is hard to pick, but <laughs> <laughs> that's how good the West is. Yeah, I exactly. hear you, man. I so hear you. my favorite matchup is Blazers versus Lakers. Ooh. The reason why that is is Ooh, okay. Lillard's, okay. Lillard's been on on fire lately. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's been he's been crazy. Yes. Sure has. He's been vocal. He said, you know, I'm, I came here in the bubble not to play around. I, um, I'm here to I'm here to. He's on a mission. Go to the distance. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so I put I, some respect on his name. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So I want to see. I want to see how how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see if he can like bring it to the Lakers. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, yeah. tough. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be tough. But I want to see if that happens. And then um, as far as the other matchups, um, as far as the matchups in general, Jazz versus Nuggets. Um, I'm gonna take the Jazz. Um, Whoa! Oh, that's a hot take upset Whoa. right there. Wow! What J- Jazz won how many games? At- and a quick reason Holy why. Shit, seven, seven. Holy Jazz shit. Jazz seven. I I think I just think with um Spider and and um the, the, the Frenchman and I I just think I just think they're gonna Holy they, they're shit. gonna take 
the, the they're gonna take their game to the next level. Yeah, that's okay. a bomb. Wow, that is that's that is definitely a bomb. A bomb. That that's <laughs> a hot hot take right there. Mavericks, Ma- Mavericks, Clippers. I'm gonna take Clippers in six. Clippers in six. Um, th- Thunder versus Rockets. I'm gonna take Rockets in six as well. Um, Blazers versus Lakers. That's the matchup I wanna see an upset in. But I I, I, I know I know upset? that's a I know that's like a dream to to say that. So I'm gonna say Lakers in five. Wow. Yeah. Mm, okay. 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 Uh, for me, for the Western Conference. Quickly. All right. My <laughs> favorite matchup. Uh, I'm actually gonna go different here than with the matchup that you went, Vlad. I'll go Thunder and Rockets nice. on, on, on that as the That's matchup dope. that I, I want to see. I really like that matchup, and I think it's going to be a lot more interesting, uh, especially with Westbrook missing uh, the start of that series. Yeah, uh, It'll be a lot more closer. Uh, but, yeah, and all these are all really good series. I'll start with the Jazz and the Nuggets. I'll take the Nuggets in five. I think they're just the better team. five. Wow, five. that's crazy. Ja- Jazz don't really have any bench and any depth, and the Nuggets are a better, more talented team, and they've played really well in the bubble. So I'm going with the Nuggets on that. Uh, Mavericks and Clippers. Uh, obviously, I'll go with the Clippers on th- this one. Uh, and as far as how many games, I'll say Clippers in, in-, in five as well. Uh, yeah, so that will be another five-game series. Uh, then... My matchup in the West, Thunder and Rockets, I think this is going to be a seven-game series, you know, just because of, you know, Westbrook uh, not being there. Um, you know, in the start, I think that's going to go the distance. I'll still take uh, the Rockets uh, in a close, close uh, series uh-huh. over the Thunder, but that's definitely going to be, could go either way, toss-up without question. And then the last but not least, Blazers versus uh, the Lakers, another really compelling and uh, intriguing series i'll go you know the as much as i'd love to see the lakers go down in the first <laughs> round and that would be oh so sweet and so beautiful i would be smiling from ear to ear and jumping with joy if i saw that and uh we'd be singing hallelujah from and i think the whole bedford would hear <laughs> like me on that oh, yeah I, I actually would i'd be that happy to, to, to say the least that's not a you know, that that's an accurate statement right there. But uh, with that being said, I'll go with the Lakers uh, in six. In six. Okay. Yeah, but because it will be a tough series. And game time will give those guys all the handle. But, uh, you know, the Lakers will just be a little bit too much for them in the end. So, but no, that's going to be another really good series without question. Okay. Uh, for me, is it, what is it? Favorite matchup? Favorite matchup. And then your prediction for each Um, My favorite matchup. It's going to be uh, Mavericks versus Clippers, man. I think that's going to be a big one right okay. there. The oh, way Luka's okay. been playing, dude, I, I, I want to see what he does in the playoffs. Um, I want to see what Porzingis looks like in the playoffs. Right, um, the first time in the playoffs. You know, um, they, dude, they look good, man. You know, and I, I think they're a scary first round for the Clippers. Yeah. You know, um, especially knowing that the Clippers haven't had all their pieces together. Um, and you know they they struggle sometimes and make excuses because they don't have all their pieces together. So that's my uh, that's my favorite matchup. Yeah. But yeah, uh, for, sure. for the Jazz versus Nuggets, um, I'm gonna go five for the Nuggets for sure. I, Jazz don't have anybody like they have Spider and Rudy Gobert, and you know I like Spider, but I don't think he's like a pure point guard. 
Um, well, he's not. Has not. He's a shooting guard. Mike Conley's the point. Yeah, out. but he had to take over, you know, for a little while, um, and he didn't do too well with that. Um, I mean, he scores in bunches, but it's about like setting up other teammates and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, that's what I'm talking sure. about. He's no, not. No, I, I, he's I, not like the facilitator. He gets buckets. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, that's true. That's so true. that's definitely a good point. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna take Nuggets in five. I just think you know that team is too much. They've been they've been playing they've been together for a little while now too, and it seems like every year they got some new keys pieces they're putting in. Michael Porter's playing well. Oh, he's um, great. Oh yeah. man. Uh, and, and what's his name? Bobo. I like oh, yeah, that dude. Him too. Um, right. So Mavericks versus Clippers. I'm gonna take Clippers in seven. Just because I wanted to go seven. <laughs> Just because I wanted to go seven. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to. The maps are that nice. Listen, so. I want them to earn it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I want them to earn it. I didn't like all that stuff with Damian Little. So, you know, go, no, go I, seven. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you it with Little or not? Hell yeah. I like Little. That's my dude. You know what I mean? Dollar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Dame Dollar. Baby. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. that's my guy. Um, And then Thunder vs. Rockets. Woo. That's, that's a matchup I think that could be. Um, that could be bad, man. I think that's a matchup that we could be shocked. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if, if Thunder won. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. I think they're going to go seven, man. Because okay. Thunder oh, play yeah. hard, dude. They play hard. They do. You know, and, and Chris Paul is not going down without a fight. And then Blazers versus Lakers. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I like the Lakers. They're going to win. Um, that's what we said. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but you guys are like, as much as I want them to lose, you know, da da da. I'm like, y'all tripping. You wouldn't like to see an upset? Nah, nah. I hear what you're saying, and you know, I I'm a I'm a LeBron supporter. I, I don't I don't know if I want to say fan, you know what I mean? Um, but I definitely respect his game and stuff like that. Um, but if anything, I'd want it to go like I I'd want it to go six at least, just so you know the Lakers could sweat a little bit. I don't want it to be too easy for them. So um, if anything, that's what I'd like to see. But um, yeah, that's our prediction. Did you go already? I did go. You did go already. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you went first. You went yeah, first. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, and then so let, let's discuss some more about the Celtics and um, the Seventy Sixers. Well, um, before you do that, we'll we'll make sure to revisit these predictions. Oh yeah, we um, have to. Oh, absolutely. I wish, yeah. I wish I wrote them down. That's why we need an intern to yeah I, to write that thing. Hey, to we, write those things down. We might get one. Yeah, soon, we, so. exactly. That's coming soon. That's um, coming soon, right, man. Right, that's right, in, right. That's in the but pipeline. When I when I edit the video, I'll make sure to write it down. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, do that, do that. Oh, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, we got to keep score. You know what? We need to come up with like one of those boards, you know, well, um, with 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 the picks. We so we should do that. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. So we're gonna I, have a I'll board next up, time. I'll come up with it. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll just bring the board over here and we can do that. There you go. You know. Right. I mean? Yes. That'd um, be great. I like that. For idea. sure. Good for call. sure. Yeah, man. So for for the Celtics versus 76ers, once again, we're we're meeting these guys in the playoffs. You know, I've um, always seen them in the first round for, for sure. It or, seems like that, but right, we right. didn't see them in the first round last year. Was it the second round? We saw the Pacers last yeah. last year. Oh yeah, yeah, Pacers and then Sixers. Right. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't see the Sixers. Oh yeah, saw the Bucks. That was yeah. the year before. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. Right, right. My my bad. They guys. just took no, us out the, of there. No, but the Sixers Celtics rivalry is basically back on. It's back on. Yeah. Um, and I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I think it's important we discuss for our listeners what's going on in that matchup in itself. So, um, in your guys' perspective, like, how does the Celtics match up with with the 76ers like position wise so my 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 take is that there's only one position that that the Celtics really don't match up well against the Sixers and that's at at, at with the big men basically at, at center yeah right? mm-hmm. and right. you have you have Joel Embiid versus Daniel Tice versus 
Robert Williams versus um, Ina Skinner. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think... Versus Ojale as well, I guess. <laughs> if they even play him. <laughs> no, they, they, I know Brad Steven is going to at least put him a couple of times just to like take some... Because I, I think what Brad Steven is going to do is Brad Steven is going to try to throw different things at MB to try to mm-hmm. right, right, right. So I think even if he doesn't play a lot of minutes, I think Brad Steven is going to throw him out there at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just to slow him down a little bit. I mean, honestly, I don't think Brad Steven is going to focus too much on Embiid as far as letting letting him get his because we don't have to we don't have to we don't have to worry about Ben Simmons yep. you know what I mean so, right, right, right. so let's focus on my, uh, our effort on the all guys around on on um, Tobias and let's make sure those guys don't score so that we can um, so so that um, so that we can win and let let um, MB get his he'll get maybe I don't know I, I can see him averaging Close to like 28, 30 points mm-hmm. um, this this playoff run, but still lose. Yeah. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I I think at guard I think we definitely got the match that matchup covered. Um, you got Kimba Walker, you got Jalen Brown, you got Shake Milton and Josh Richardson, and I who? just think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know who Shake is. I know who he is now. I know who he is now. But I just oh. I just think there's no way our guys don't take those guys down. You know what I mean? I, I think defensive, both defensively and offensively, our guys are much more superior than their guys on the guard position and at and at four and at, at the forward position. You got Tobias Harris um, and Al Harford versus um, versus Jason Tatum and and Gordon Hayward and those. Both of those guys Ooh, are playing. Better. I'm taking our guys. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Definitely. Both definitely. Of, both of our guys are playing better than those guys. Our Hofford is sleeping defensively. He has a knee issue right he has a knee issue right now that's bothering him. He always has a so knee issue. So he's not right, right. He's not playing as well. And Tobias Harris we know doesn't play defense. So and 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 Justin Tatum is a two way player. He's playing on offense and on defense. And I just I just don't see where the um Sixers are gonna I do think Joel Embiid is gonna play well. And I do think he's gonna win at least a game for the for the Sixers, um, just because he's he's an All Star, he's a big time player. I do think he's gonna win a game for the Sixers, but um, the Celtics is gonna be too much for them. Even even on coaching, you got Brad Steven, who just got an extension versus <laughs> Brett Brown versus you're Brett, not lying. Versus, oh, that, that ain't a lie. That's versus, facts. Versus Brett Brown, who might get fired. I I, I just think and, and Brett Brown is a he's a stubborn coach. Yeah, he, he is. Really he doesn't want to change shit. He doesn't really want to change the way he does things. And Brad even applies to try to adapt. Because I remember last last year when we played against the Bucks, that first game when we played against the Bucks, where Brad even just formed a wall wherever yes. Giannis was going. And I was like, he wow, was out that, there. Was, that was even though that series ended terribly. Yeah, but right, that right, first right. game was gave you an idea of what Brad Stevens is willing to do to um, adapt to a new team or trying to like be a new team. So. Um, so yeah, that, that's 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 the way I see that matchup going. On on guard and power forward, we definitely have that matchup down. On on center, it's gonna be a tough matchup. Um, the Celtics are gonna have to throw a lot at Embiid to try to. Yeah, I mean, Vlad Deli brought up some really good and valid points, and I mean, I'd have to agree with those. Yeah, uh, I mean. Like I said, th- th- this this series should be a sweep. This shouldn't even be a real 
you know, match match up in a real test for the Celtics, you know, facing a depleted uh, Philadelphia 76ers team. Like, we know they have the edge at the guard positions and at the forward positions, you know, particularly with our top four guys and uh, JT, JB, uh, Kimba, and Haywood, Philly doesn't have an answer for, for those guys. Like, come on, like, Shake Milton, what's he going to do Who? against Kimba Walker? Right, right. Like, he's Josh gonna... Richardson, what's he going to do against JB? You don't like... think he's going to shake Kimba? No, yo, 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 yo. He did no. drop 40 on a team. Then he dropped 40 on, like, the Mavs or 39 or something like that. Was that against the Clippers? Oh, the I Clippers, think? the Clippers. Yeah. Yep, it was the Clippers. It was, it was. Right, right. Yeah, he it, did. It, it, so it, he's it, capable. True, capable, but I don't know if he's capable of doing that against the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he does have that in him to do that once in a while, but I don't see him doing that in the series. And then uh, the forward positions, I mean, you got yeah, JT and Hayward and uh, Tobias and Al Horford. Like, we should dominate those all those positions, and that, that should be no contest, you know, to, to me. I, I don't really see... Uh, you know, how Philly can really compete with any of those guys and stop any of those guys from uh, having big games and, you know, and scoring at will. So uh, the, the Celtics should have this series if they, you know, play like they've been playing uh, in the bubble for the most part, um, you know, since they've had a pretty good uh, into the regular season. So if they continue that, the, 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 this should be a very quick and short series. The only matchup that Philly has at the advantage is obviously the big men just because of their size, um, you know, because we're a smaller team, obviously. So, uh, you know, Embiid's obviously going to have the upper hand in that matchup, and, you know, he's going to have his way. But I also even possibly seeing the Celtics, if they want to do, they could, you know, double team Embiid and force the ball out of his hands and make someone else uh, you know, beat them because I don't think their big men can be able to guard him one on one like all series long. Like Brad's not gonna just let you know his bigs go one on one with Embiid and like not give them any help and like do any like digs like strong side digs or um you know like you know trap and uh, force Embiid to you know get the ball out of his hands and uh, other guys to score and, and make plays. So and they don't really have too many guys that can. Uh, you know, shoot the ball and that and that can score. Uh, you know, the ball uh, other than you know Embiid. So I'm not really too worried about you know the, the other guys in their lineup that are you know, that they have on the floor. So uh, the, 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 I like the matchup for the Celtics, and I think that they're gonna um, do you know really well in this in, in this matchup and in this series, and it should be a, a dominating performance that. Uh, we'll see starting on Monday night, uh, you know, at six thirty. So the Celtics will certainly. Um, I'm so pumped. Yeah, me too. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, so the, the Celtics will, will will certainly do. Um, you know, will will we'll be you know the look like the team that we all uh, expect them to look like, and will do. Um, we'll, we'll do some damage to the to the Sixers. Um, in this series. Um, before you go, John, one last thing I forgot to mention was the bench. Our bench versus Philly's bench, not even a matchup. And we don't have that good of a bench. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, compared Who to other is on their bench, dude. Exactly. I don't know anybody on their bench I right now. Right, right. No notable players. Like no, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like we we don't know anybody. Saying. We have Marcus right. Smart, Brad Wanamaker is better. Rob Williams. Rob, Robert Williams, Enos Skinner. I mean, oh, those man. guys. Enos Skinner before Rob, you know. 
I'd like to have Wob before Enos. No, I'm saying like yeah. um, resume wise, yeah, course, we can't course. disrespect yeah, Canada yeah, no, like that. You know what I mean? Right, you're right. Um, so yeah, they they don't have any depth. I'm looking at their roster <laughs> right now, and the majority of these guys, I'm trying to figure. Oh, if I've even heard their names before, or at the YMCA, like, you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or they, in the G League that I have. They got yeah, a kid yeah, from. Yeah. Did they get a kid from the Warriors? What's his name? Something uh, Grant, maybe. Who? Some kid from the from from the Warriors that they got, um, that they're trying to feature and stuff like that. Um, but you he's know, pretty good. And then they have Matisse Thybul, who's a solid, um, yeah, upper player, but he's they, a rookie. So, right, right, right. Um, good but luck he, with that one. Yeah, you know. So for me, uh, I mean. The games are going to be, um, they start on the 17th, which is Monday, and that's going to be at 6.30. And then they got another game on, on the 19th, and then on Friday the 21st, on Sunday the 23rd. And then if if needed, it's going to be on Tuesday the 25th, Thursday the 27th, and Saturday the 29th. So we're going to get a lot of Celtics basketball in the, in, in the week time span. You know what I'm saying? Every awesome? two games, man. Like, you know, it sucks that the pandemic happened, but I love having the NBA in the summer. Is that like it feels so good I, to just watch it. NBA games? I don't. Right, right. You don't? You don't I really, like the I NBA really in the don't. summer? Wow. I really don't, you don't like watching basketball in the summer because I like I I like being outside in the summer. Yeah, but so, I mean you can still be outside. So, no, you can still be outside. You yeah, but you're not. Out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not watching the game outside. I want to be at home with the beer watching the game. Yeah. No. Nah, you know right. Fair so, point. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying anything against you guys. I'm just saying for me, like August. I want to be outside. For me, it's a great change because right now I'd be I'd be reading a bunch of shit about the Patriots training camp, you know, as opposed sure. to watching. Right, 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 shit, right. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'd be watching like every day, like looking at for the updates, quotes from the players, you know, uh, going but on I, YouTube. I'd rather be doing that. You know, that's what you'd rather I, be cause, doing? Because I, like I like the setup, you know what I mean? You, this, you're used to the setup. Yeah. I think I, it's a I refreshing like it. setup. I like it that way. Mm-hmm. Now I can't really focus on the Patriots because... I would rather be watching NBA playoffs than focus on the Patriots. It's right? nothing going on with them anyway. Bro. No, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. They're training I mean, camp just the only reason why there's nothing going right, on right. right now is because of Corona. Right, right. right. For Corona, I'll that's be, true. I'll be at one of their training camps just watching. Like, I love going to training camp. And yeah, me, I, too. me too. Yo, oh, yeah, we, we, need, we need to go next, next year. Next, next year, year. Open. Next year we'll open. Oh, yeah. We'll take a trip. You'll catch Pro Fan Sports at the Patriots minicamp practices. Should we record at the Patriots? Yes, absolutely. Nah, we probably, there's going to be way too much noise there. You know, we're going to be needing to that's, run that's to our point. seats because the fans will be like oh look. We'll, we'll do a vlog Maybe, we'll yeah. do a vlog yeah, yeah. At, at the patriots mini camp you know we'll do a post we're, we're gonna revi- re- revisit this next year when, when we're at, when we're over there so oh yeah that no, for sure I, I love going I to bought, training camp i go every year and you know i miss going to you know to the training camp yeah. practices and seeing uh you know those guys uh out there on the Hitting field so other, uh yeah right right hitting each other and actually uh, seeing them from up close and and personal because even when you go to games it's nothing like it so uh yeah I, I, i'm hoping that we can go there next year and, and do a little something uh over there that would be pretty cool and pretty and i like how the fans as soon as they open the gate Yo. they all legit Yo. run to that's the what i'm saying we got like, we got oh yeah i'm, I'm stiff arming motherfuckers like i don't care <laughs> you know what i'm saying so Hit i know with the heisman with the heisman <laughs> Um, you know, oh, so man. No, 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 but we will definitely go over there next year for sure. That'd yeah. be awesome. Back to the matchups though. For me, um, I agree with, with both of you guys. You know, they don't have anybody except for Joel Embiid. And I question Embiid's motivation this year. You know what I'm saying? I was watching the game the other day. I don't I forget who who they were playing, but he like tweaked his ankle a little bit and he like limped off 
And then he was on the, on the stands, like, you know, cheering his teammates on and stuff. He just doesn't look motivated to me. Yeah. And it looks mm-hmm. like the coach is definitely not for him. You know, um, the coach doesn't listen to what, what Joel needs to do to, like, be successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, sending Joel and B to the three-point line is like, ah, what, are you, what are you doing? You God, know what I'm saying? Like, was, God, come on. Exactly. He's, he's seven foot something, right? Like, seven two or something like yeah, that? Yeah, seven one seven, seven two. one yeah, seven yeah. two. Like, come on, man. You got... One of the most skilled big men out there. Why would you want him on the arc? You know, that makes no sense. So, um, that's really all they have. And we do have Daniel Tice. You know, say what you want about Daniel Tice, but he draws fouls, you know. And Embiid's going to have to play clean in order for him not to get in foul trouble. Imagine Embiid gets in foul trouble. Who steps up? There's literally nobody, you know. You got... I'm I mean, looking at that. You said I didn't really agree with that. You said nobody can, can um, do that thing. I like Tobias Harris when he has volume. Amount of touches he can he can make things happen. So yeah, but I'm not really worried not about scared, about him. About right, yeah. Like uh, he'll he'll make some shots. He he's a he's a nice player and you know and a good shooter. But I mean he uh, that he's not someone that scares me and that I think is going to be a major factor in this series going against our forward. So yeah, he, I'm he, yeah he, he that, that I'm, I'm not too worried about that. Like he'll he'll do his thing, but. I mean, it won't have a major impact on this series. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm not saying he, he's going to have a major impact. I'm saying he's a guy that can actually get his own buckets when he has the amount of touches. But then he's going to have to I work. he was more of like a catch and shoot or coming nah, off he, the he screen. he needs the touches and, to, to and, warm and up. And then it fly kind of guy, not a guy that can create off the dribble. No, nah, he can create. Um, that's why they got him. You know, if you remember him on the Clippers, he was he was getting buckets out there oh, yeah, on the Clippers. So he, was he can definitely he was create. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why they got him and they gave him a, that contract that they gave him. Him. You know, it seems like they're giving contracts to everybody. Exactly. That's, Orford, saying much. that's exactly. why they're where they're at right now. Right, and right. they let all their shooters go. I'm like, why? Ilyasova was out there. He's gone. Right, you right. know, DJ, what, what, Connell? He was DJ in McConnell. He, that He was a good backup, you know, point guard. And, um, and JJ Reddick as well. They yes, JJ Reddick, they, they let him go. I think letting JJ Reddick go was a big mistake. A big mistake absolutely. for them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He, he was that veteran presence. You know, he brought the level headedness that they need over there. Um, Shake Milton, you know, if you watch him back in college, he's not a point guard. You know, he's he's more of a shooting guard. He's gonna he's gonna get you some buckets. Some, he's not a facilitator. It's kind of like I was saying about Spider Metro. He's not a facilitator. So, and we know Ben Simmons is that guy. You know, um, he's gonna get everything up close. He's not gonna shoot, but he's gonna drive. Um, I don't know. Shake Milton is not built like that. So. That's gonna be a problem. And he's then, a shoot first guy. I'm I don't sure. even need to name anybody else on their roster, really. Yeah, it's okay. not even no. You guys name, naming them. You right, got right. Um, Richardson. I'm not scared of him at all. You know, and his shot. He's there to be a three and D guy. He don't do nothing. Yeah, you know, it hasn't been so much of that yeah. this year with them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when I think about him, I think about Russell um, Westbrook when he was like Pat Bev, man. He be he be messing with y'all, man. He's out there. He ain't doing nothing, man. You know, <laughs> yo, I'll be dying every time. He's like, yo, he be tricking y'all, man. Like, look at him. <laughs> I remember when he said that to in that interview. Man, he just, yo, he just playing with y'all, man. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Oh, it was. But, it was, you know, was they, mad funny. They really don't match up with us at all, man. And like you said, even their bench, like Brad Wanamaker, the best free throw percentage in the NBA this year. You know, uh, Marcus Smart, he's actually a starter who just has to come off the bench because yeah. we got starters that's. That can do it, you know. Um, also, and he, he gets started minutes. He brings energy. He brings energy, and he gets started minutes. So yeah, it's absolutely. not. He just comes off the bench. So he's he's literally our sixth starter. 
He's like right, right. He's like our defensive Lou Williams. Yeah. Oh shit. As far as six men. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, right. Yeah, in that nah. sense, you know. The, I that's didn't want to think about point. strip club Lou. You know. I think it's one with strip club Lou, man. <laughs> right, right. Lou <laughs> was wrong with that. No, sounds I, just, like, I just laugh every time. Sounds I like a guy I want to hang out with. Oh sh- yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Vlad. Sounds like a good person to live the be money lifestyle yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, no, no. He definitely knows how to do it. So yeah, but like Barry was saying, man, if if the Celtics got this in a bag, dude. If if the Celtics go seven games in this series and has to go seven games, we have major fucking problems. Absolutely. Okay. Big time. We have major problems, and we don't deserve to go to the next round. You know, if we're going to go seven, you know, with them, without Ben Simmons. With, with this team. Come on. Right, right. That's with, crazy. With um, a depleted team right That here. brings me to my next question, though. What matchups are you looking forward to in terms of the Celtics and the Sixers? Which, which matchup? Honestly, I... Don't, I'm not really looking forward to any matchup, really. I'm uh-huh. just, I'm just looking for our guys to do what they do. Um, because the matchups that we have, we're supposed to win them. Yeah, none of them are like matchup that should be challenging for our guys. So I'm just, I'm just looking for Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum to do what they do and be assertive and assert themselves as NBA as. Not NBA. I don't want to say NBA All Stars, but like guys that can carry their team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, there's. You know, most of the matchups we have a pretty big edge in. I uh, would say if there's one that I'm looking forward to uh, that I had to pick, uh, I want to see how our bigs do against Joel Embiid. Uh, that that's something that I'm really think uh, that that's going to be important in this series, obviously, and that I'm going to be uh, paying a lot a lot of attention to and looking uh, forward to uh, the the, the most because uh, this is going to be a big and major test for our bigs going up against a skilled and talented big like uh, Embiid who, who can, you know, score the ball the way that he can uh, in the post. So uh, I, I, I want to see if, you know, our bigs can be able to rise to the, you know, occasion and, and, and step their games up and, uh, you know, and at least hold their own against, you know, a, a guy like Joel Embiid. So that because I think all the other matchups, like I said, the Celtics, you know what I'm saying, should be able to, you know, have a clear advantage. It should be barbecue chicken, as, yep. as Shaq said. Yeah, so, as Shaq be saying. Uh, with those other matchups. So I think that's really the only matchup that I would say I'd be looking forward to uh, seeing in this series. I'm looking forward to uh, the Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward versus uh, Al Horford and Tobias Harris matchups. Um, I want Gordon Hayward to do work this series. Like, he had, I mean, he's our fourth best starter, uh, right? Fourth option. Fourth op- can you imagine that shit, dude? An all-star. Four years ago, player. could you imagine Gordon Hayward being be our fourth option. best <laughs> option? Yeah, on, on offense. Yo, it's I'm a blue. dream, man. You know what I'm saying? And I want I want him to just destroy Tobias Harris and Al Horford. I just want him to go off, you know, and I, I think it's time. They don't have anyone that you know? can guide him. And I like the quote that he said, when I'm aggressive, we're at, we're at our best when I'm aggressive. And I like aggressive. that yes, he's, been, he's been getting aggressive, and I want to see what he can do, you know, being that aggressive. Because I feel like in the matchups prior to this matchup, he was a little timid. You know, he was very passive, um, wasn't very aggressive, wasn't going in. I like the fact that he's going to the rack almost every time yes, he touches going the ball. Downhill a lot he more. takes oh, yeah. mid-range and three points when they're open. But right, other than right, that, right. he's going to the basket. And I think that's what we've been waiting for as, um, you know, fans that keep up with the Celtics. And we've been watching Gordon Hayward struggle for the last couple of years, you know, with his injury and stuff. And I think he's finally rounding into form. Yes, you know? he's still um, in the corner for sure. I mean, he's looked like that in some stretches. 
um, throughout this the, the last couple of seasons. Hopefully, this time it's like it's more consistent. Can exactly. on. Right, um, right. So that's it for me right there. And um, I think you know we don't even need to discuss. And in, in what, just give me the player that you will think will be the most important Celtic in this series. Um, Kimba Walker. I think Kimba is going to play really well. I think he's going to need to take advantage of the, his quickness against the the Phillies. Shake, shake Milton. Yeah, against the Phillies defense, shaky defense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no pun yeah, intended. Yeah, no, yeah actually, right, right. Real puns intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I think Kimba is going to have going to need to have big games. Okay. <laughs> that was a good point. Uh, for me, most important guy in this series for the Celtics, I probably would. With, with go with go with, with Gordon Hayward actually wow but yeah because I think what we're gonna see is the you know Philly's gonna have a lot of attention on uh, JT and and JB they they may see some uh some some double teams and uh and then really focus on those guys so I think those third and fourth guys like those you know Kimber Walkers and the Gordon Haywards those other guys that are gonna need to uh. You know, step up and like we said, we Gordon Haywood has a clear advantage over the forwards of you know Philly. So we we need to see him uh, continue to play like the All Star uh, that he's capable of of, of playing and uh, and really um, you know continue to be aggressive and continue to get downhill into the basket and uh, f- facilitating. So I think that's um, you know going to be the most important Celtic in this series. Yeah, um, I'm actually going to agree with that. You know, uh, I think you made a, make a great point with the fact that JT is definitely going to get blitzed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the they're definitely going to focus on him because obviously you have to. You he's know. the number one option. He <laughs> he's the, the number guy. one option, and right, you right, see right. him calling for the ball, getting on ISOs, and splashing threes in your face, man. So oh, yeah, those um, step back threes, man. Oh, killers, deadly killers, and his stroke is so smooth, Ooh, man. Beautiful, so beautiful. smooth. Um, so I definitely think Gordon Hayward. Like I said, I want him to destroy his matchups every night, and if he does that. We know the other guys are going to get theirs, you know, mm-hmm. um, fast breaks, breakaways. They're going to get theirs. You know, we know Jason's going to get his, JB's going to get his, and they elevate every playoffs. We know those guys, they, you know, when the playoffs comes around, their intensity goes up, and we've seen what they can do in the playoffs. You know, if you've been watching the games the last few years with, with JB and JT in the playoffs. So, um, I, I know I think they're going to be all right. Um, next question. Uh, how? Well, actually, we already... Um, answered this question yeah you know so and that was going to be how many games will the series last and we already i said what five you know yeah. um and i think they're just going to get one game out of desperation you know i think that's it you know i don't think this this they, they they're dead in the water right now yeah. you know, i don't even think they want to be there anymore to be honest with you you know um and lastly for the celtics uh you mentioned this already vlad brad stevens he got an extension with uh the celtics you know uh the details of the deal have not been you know, made available. Um, you know, this is per team policy. This is what they do. They don't discuss these kind of things with the public. Um, I think it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out eventually, yeah. but right, like right, initially, right. when it first you know happens, it's not something um, that they let out like that. Um, and if you've been here, you've seen that. Um, what do you but guys, how do you guys feel about that? Oh. Yeah, that was gonna be my question. Um, I like it, man. I think it's deserved. You know, I think Brad, since he's been here, you know, the team has gone up and up and up. Um, you know, he's he's done besides last year besides last year yeah, you know that was pretty difficult right, and right. i don't even blame him because you know even the player that you know caused a lot of that difficult stuff we've seen what happened in brooklyn you know went right, there right. coach got fired you know what exactly. i'm saying so like 
now if you think about it in that way it's like well you know i think brad did his thing you know what i'm saying like Brad, if you really think about it brad, like that because it's like he handled that whole thing you know for two years so um i think it's up to players to actually buy in and to do what the coach wants them to do you know what i'm saying and i think he respects his players as men you know and like talk to them as men and he's not like trying to baby anybody and you know he says it himself he lets the players do their thing in the locker room you know what I mean? Um, that's why they get vets and stuff like that. So um, I think it's a good deal for him. Um, I like him as a coach. I like his demeanor. I like how he doesn't get excited over everything. Um, I like the way he uplifts his players. Uh, I like the way he protects his players when it comes to, like, injuries and things like that. He just seems like a really smart dude. And um, I think he's just, like, a fit for the personalities we have on the team. You know, people like JB and JT, like, their personalities match, you know, where he can handle those guys, you know. Um, and I think... The fact that he he's kind of like raised their basketball careers, so um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to more Brad Stevens. And I think I think it's fair to say, right? If if he doesn't if he doesn't win a championship, then you know it was for nothing. No, I'm totally with agree. this team. If you Absolutely. don't win a championship, bro, you, I mean, eventually, not not just not. I mean, I I think they could do it this year if if everything falls down right for them. Mm-hmm. But I think in the next coming years, he should be able to win a championship many, if they put that one more piece. How many years do you want to give him? Two. Uh, my thoughts on the extension? No, I like the extension. I think, you know, Brad Stevens has done a great job, with, you know, with this team. And, uh, yeah, there's, you know, been, uh, you know, a couple of hiccups. And particularly with last year, what wasn't so great. But as we know, that mainly wasn't on him. Uh, it was on someone who isn't with the team anymore. Uh, but, you know, other than that, as you've noticed... Every year, for the most, well, not for the most part, but every year, their win total has gone up and increased, and they've gotten better, uh, you know, from year to year. So I think that's, uh, you know, a testament to how, you know, good, you know, of a coach Brassman is and how uh, he's, you know, definitely handled the team and, and, and done the right things and developed uh, you know, JT and, and JB, uh, and, and bringing in Haywood and getting him to, uh, turn around now and, uh, and start to, you know, improve and become the player he was, uh, a few years ago when he was with, you know, the, the Jazz. I think we're starting to see, uh, some of that, particularly in the bubble. Uh, so I think that you're right. This is definitely the right thing, uh, and decision for, you know, Danny Ainge and the Celtics, uh, management to to make and uh you know happy that they've you know to have a coach like like, like brad he's a good x's and old guy like john said basketball i do off the charts yeah uh, i mean there really isn't anybody that i feel like is is good when it comes to those things i mean there are a few handful of coaches Pop, but Doc. yeah right right like you said those guys that you know, are, are just as good as Brad, but they're Malone. not too many. Uh, oh yeah, him, him too. Uh, absolutely. You're gonna hey. put him in the conversation, Doc Rivers and Popovich. No, he's talking about um, X's so, and O's. Yes, oh, okay. X's and O's. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just from from in that terms of uh of of that. I mean, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, right. And in, in that um from that standpoint, so I think you know he's uh des- you know deserved d- d- to be with you know the team for uh the years to come. But like John says. He has to deliver a championship in the near future, within the next two to three years. If the Celtics aren't an NBA champion and don't bring Banner 18 to Boston within that time frame, 
then this extension is absolutely meaningless. And what the hell was the point? Yeah. You know, with all due respect to Brad Stevens, you know, we just talked about, appraised him and talked about how much we love the guy. But at the same time, especially in Boston, you got to deliver championships to be successful. That's all we care about. That's all we care about. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's all about talent, especially with the Celtics and their winning uh, tradition and winning culture that, uh, you know, they they have. That, you know, all matters is those banners up on the rafters. So we have to see one. Uh, within the next two to three years for this extension to be worth it. And I believe that um, that, it, that he'll be able to, you know, to get that done with this uh, core group that we have on the roster. I think he could do it as soon as, soon as next year with the growth of Jason Tatum and, and um, JB. Yeah. I, I think he can do it, you know, to be honest. I think he can do it this year, and I think he can do it next year um, if things fall right, you know. Right, um, right, right. But, you know, lastly, for for the NBA... Well, let me give my thought on... Oh, yeah, you haven't gone oh, yeah, yet? That's true, no. yeah, yeah. Because you asked the question. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, See, right, right, that's right. the yeah. issue. Yeah, I, go ahead, Vlad. Vlad right. be trying to produce, you know. <laughs> I was watching, um, <laughs> you know, Kyle Draper and Perk. They're like, yo, you trying to produce the show? <laughs> Perk's like, yeah, I'm trying to produce the show. <laughs> yeah, love Perk's over there. Yeah, I love yeah, Perk. Absolutely love Perk, him. he has good personality, man. But, uh, you know, especially does. on the Celtics stuff when he comes in and he's he's messing with Scalabrini and stuff. Um, so he's, he's pretty funny. Yeah, he is. I like him. On my, that but my show. bad, I, I didn't I didn't think you no, didn't go yet. No, it's okay. Um, I thought when I first heard the news, I was like, oh shit, this is way too early. But at the same time, I don't know what he what the length of his last deal was, how much, how many years he had on his last deal. Um, I just, I'm, I'm in the beliefs, just like you guys were saying, that coaches are here to win championships, especially in Boston. We don't, we don't settle for mediocrity. You know what I mean? And it's been almost 30, it's been 13 years since the Celtics won the championship. And to me, that's way too, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Great. So, and, excuse me. And I think Brad Steven is great. He's a solid coach. He's not great yet. To me. I think he's he has a lot to prove. In order for him to be great, he has he has a lot more to prove. He has to go to the finals multiple times and win at least once mm-hmm. for you to like be considered like you've gone over the hump. You've done mm-hmm. what it takes to be a great coach. Right. Um, so I I'm I'm not mad at the the extension because I don't know if there's a better choice out there. But I expect a lot, man. I expect multiple um, final appearance. Um, and <laughs> not one. No, not <laughs> two. <laughs> not three. <laughs> yeah, not I, four. Because we have, we have such a good team, like you guys. No, nah, that team such is, a, is We have busted. such a good core. Yeah, we need yeah. to find a way to channel that. So the thing in the NBA is that you need superstars to win. And we have multiple superstars on the team. Um, not superstars, but we have multiple all-stars on the team that should be turned into superstars in order to help us win. Um, and I don't want to hear Ken Brad Steven handle such and such personalities. Better, <laughs> Fuck out of here. He better, be, he better be able to he better be able to handle all those personalities because that's what it takes. You're getting a, paid to. That's what it takes to win a championship in the NBA. I don't like what happened last year. I, I, I definitely give um, blame, part of the blame to Kyrie but I definitely blame Brad Stevens for how he handled that. Absolutely. I think at mm-hmm. some point, when as much as you let the players be what they be in, they should be who, they should be who they are, and they should be able to you know enjoy the locker room as they do. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you step in 
you put you put the place back in order and what happened last year was not acceptable it was one of the lows in boston sports um in recent boston sports history that you can remember oh no without and, question and, and dude absolutely. that team was so frustrating yo it was exactly like we'd win five I'm, games and then played shitty the next seven like what is right. going on yeah and i um i can't i can't even imagine how upset we would have been doing a podcast last year. <laughs> right, i know imagine if we did start this podcast last year right and we had to talk about that team you're right yeah, that right. team was a mess absolutely exactly. and then exactly. you got fucking Kyrie. yeah we fixed everything on the plane right get the fuck out of here <laughs> so i know right imagine how many times we would have bashed Kyrie, and we've already bashed him several <laughs> times already on the show he's not even in boston anymore right right, right. like so we'll shoot. always hate you yeah for oh, real no, no, that's strong yeah. so i'm, ex- I'm expecting no that's a fair point john I mean, that's fair to say i'm expecting a lot from um brad but let's keep going no that's a fact man that's a fact um other things that that happened well obviously the regular season is over you know they they had the bubble come in and people started talking about the nba bubble awards because some players were doing some things that we ain't never seen before you know so um so they did they did an nba unofficial award i don't think anybody got a trophy or anything no, no, right? no, no trophy. I didn't see any trophies. So no, no, this no. is like a participation trophy kind of thing, you know, like, you know. Um, <laughs> you had to so, really put it like that. Hell yeah. So trophy. the NBA bubble awards went like this. Damian Lillard won MVP. You guys agree or disagree? Oh, of course. Deservedly. So. Agree. Oh, oh, of course. That's clear-cut guy for the MVP. Got to give it to D. Lillard. If you was watching, you would have no issues with this. Absolutely. Um, best coach. I think this is another no-brainer. Monty Williams. From the Suns. He did a great job with the Eight Suns. 8-0. They came in. Nobody expected them to make any noise. They came in with noise. They almost... Yo, it sucks that they did so well and couldn't couldn't go. Yeah. I know, like, guys. Damn. I wanted to see in that playing game so bad, the Blazers and the Suns. Yeah. I, 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 I wanted to that watch been dope. them play. Oh, man. That would game would have been lit. That would have been awesome. Oh, good guy. Yep. But, no, shout-outs to the Phoenix Suns and to Monty Williams. He was... More than deserving for this award. This, like you said, John was a no-brainer, no doubter. Just like uh, you know, Dame time for the MVP. So definitely, he uh, by far was been the best coach in the bubble. You know, and it's not even close. Who's second? I don't even know who other pro coach would be. Um, you know, would be deserving of this award. Yeah, facts. Um, they also did uh, the NBA bubble first team. Right, like all NBA teams. Um, so the first team was uh, our boy Dame Lillard, Dollar, yep, Devin yep. Booker, D-book. okay, Luka Doncic, no brainer, James Harden, always in there, man. And then, not deserving and then, as well. um, yep. you know, surprisingly, but not surprisingly because of how he has performed, uh, TJ Warren. TJ Warren. TJ. <laughs> Remember the first show you was like, who? Right, exactly. <laughs> and when now, we were talking about him dropping 53 against yeah, the Sixers. Yeah. Was it you he or was him. that, that, it was that him. said, who? Yeah, and now we're saying first team all bubble. First team. And then we got the second team, um, Giannis, Greek Freak. Mm-hmm. And then we got Kawhi Leonard. I didn't, I didn't think Kawhi did much in the bubble. No, he played well. Yeah, did he? He, he? Well. he put up some good numbers. Okay. Right, right, right. He, he no, had a good bubble. He's a solid guy on the Clippers. Like, he, yeah, no, no, I know, but I'm just saying, no, like, I didn't played, see, he, like, he well. okay, that's good. No, um, yeah, I'd have him on second team. I'm okay with that. Uh, Chris Stapozingis, he was that, on there. That, uh, yeah, he, he shouldn't be there. Okay, he, he, <laughs> yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah, like that. I don't know where that. Came okay, from. okay, Karis yeah, Levert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a good bubble. Played really well in the Blazers game and and uh, the the other games that he had. Um, uh, you know, do a 
really well in and had, uh, you know, you know, was dropping buckets. So I, I'd, I'd say he, he should be there. I'm okay with that. Okay. He's the only one they got on the Nets. Okay. Yeah, that's so, true. Only notable player. And yeah. He took advantage of that. So. No. And then um, we got uh the rook. Well, he's not a rookie anymore. Uh, second year, Michael Porter Jr. Second year because he missed his whole. Yeah. He missed so that. technically, he's he's, he's a rookie because this is actual his first year playing. But yeah. Did anybody on the Celtics belong on this list? Yes. Does JT belong on this list? Who belongs on this list? If anybody would, it would Jaylen? be Jalen Brown. Okay. Agreed. I like I like Jalen. JB should have been on uh, the second team uh, over so Porzingis. Right, right. Like, come on. Like, Porzingis didn't play that well. We know Luka was carrying that team and uh, put that team on his back. So That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had 12 rebounds a game. With <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're seven foot three, you better be averaging 12 rebounds a game. That's unnecessary. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's not necessarily you know how that goes. Even if you said seven two doesn't mean you you get like all those oh, 12, all, all 12 the rebounds a game. That's a, that, that should be at least averaging nine that's a ten good rebounds. He should be per, per, per game for his athleticism, exactly. his size, his height. Like yeah. you should be right, okay. Right. You should be and and he looks bigger too now. So exactly. you should be bodying dudes. You know Absolutely. you should be you should be See, Giannis. The, the thing about rebounding, rebounding is not about. It's got to be about will. It's, yeah, yeah, it and is, it seems like he don't height. got no freaking it's will to get in there and get dirty. And you need to do that. It is, but no, definitely height's a factor for for sure. But no, I'm I agree with that. Rebounding's about well and how much you want it, how much you want to go uh, get, you know, get get the ball and uh, and and, and beat the other guys to it. So no, I'm, I'm with you guys on that. But yeah, Porzingis should, definitely shouldn't um, be on this second team. And I'm surprised on the first team they didn't have a big man on there as well. They had all guards or forwards. So. Yeah, but they were cooking though. All yeah, those, they were. Hey, they all hey, they were all deserved the position. Who whoever's cooking gets the spots. You know what I'm saying? We could have all guards in here. I wouldn't give a shit. No, no, no. I, I, well, yeah, it looks like we have all guards in here. Um, I mean, with the exception of Porzingis. No, no, no. In the first team. Oh, well, first team, right. It is all guards. All right, guards. Right. Yeah. Um, so, much. you know, lastly, lastly on the NBA, um, some stuff uh, that happened or, or some news that you guys need to know about. Russell Westbrook from the Rockets, Rockets guard. He'll miss the start of the playoffs. I don't know what that means. How like, many games? How many that? games? I don't know. Uh, they said a few games. They didn't. Oh, spend by the I don't like that at all. Yeah, no. Me, 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 I might say, have to change my they, pick. They would. They usually say a couple. Yeah. When they know it's like one or two. Few oh, games, that's not good. Few games, few games, yeah, that, that, that's a lot. That's like almost half the series Bro, right there. Right. Okay, yeah. will take this thing if if Westbrook doesn't play. No, I'll tell you question, that right now. Right, if he's not, if he doesn't make it back for that series, I wouldn't be surprised if OKC wins against the Rockets. Yeah, um, Mo Bamba, Magic uh, Center. Yep. He uh, he'll be out for the rest of the season due to coronavirus. What did he get corona in there or like the complications of the virus? I don't know. Is well, that what I heard? I heard it was like it was just like they said because I know he was in the bubble. But right, he was. In yeah, the bubble. he so played. I think it's, right, it's right, like right, complications right. of coronavirus or something like that. So it's not like he caught corona in the bubble. Um, it's uh, you know, like the other athletes that are struggling to like recover fully from this shit. So that's why people take it seriously. And um, yeah, so I think you're right. It was some sort of issue um with with him on that. So yeah, that you gotta have him out of there. Yeah, and then um, you know, uh, surprisingly, Giannis got suspended one game. Which was the last uh, regular season game for them for headbutting? Um, what's his name? 
Mo Wagner or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, from the Wizard. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that was pretty funny, and um, that was he, pretty funny. He, I, that was that hilarious. was pretty funny. He I, lost his cool I a little bit. That. I was like, "You really headbutting dudes?" Like, I, I really enjoyed that. That was funny. But especially um, him dudes on the Wizards, like it's crazy how we've seen in this bubble already twice. Giannis getting to incidents where he's lost his cool, and uh, you know, and, and, and teams have been able to get under his skin a, a little bit. And, and, and really frustrated. Yeah, he's like, dude, I'm the fucking MVP. Get the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, boy, you know, so that that was pretty funny. He got he got suspended for it. I'm glad the NBA didn't go, like, and suspended him for, like, two games, you know, where he missed, like, a playoff game. That would be bad. So really, y'all don't think it should have been a longer suspension than one game for headbutting a guy? That, first of all, it wasn't, you like, a hard. You can't be guys. I don't think guys it was, like, know that. Yeah, but I think it was the severity of the he headbutt. Played, like, he played it, too. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, the guy was bleeding on the ground. Like, it's like, you you got a little head bump, man. You'll be all right. And it was a nobody, too. It was so. just like, it was it a bump. bump. It was a bump. So, like. <laughs> it was just like, yo, don't fuck with me. I can Exactly. It's like, you, right, like, what are you doing, bro? Um, so I thought that was fine, man. Um, but that's going to be it for the NBA, man. So we're, we're going to move into, uh, the NFL. Actually, lastly, um, another NBA news, Mike Conley guard for uh, Utah jazz. He actually had to leave the bubble, um, for the birth of his child. So he won't be, um, playing in the first couple of games. I can imagine because they have to go through a protocol when they come back into the bubble to actually be able to play against. So, um, yeah, and then another news too. A gentleman named uh, Bill Baptiste actually was um, fired by the NBA. He's actually uh, he has affiliation with the Houston Rockets. He's a photographer, and uh, he made a Facebook post where uh, he called the recently um, nominated vice president of the United States. Well, he didn't call anybody anything. He he posted up a meme where it says um, Biden and uh, Ho, Joe and the Ho. That's, yep. that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, we all know what that means. So um, a WNBA player, Cheryl Swoops, who's actually, I guess, friends with him on Facebook, saw the post and uh, reposted, took a screenshot and reposted it on her wall and was basically like, NBA, y'all got to do something about this shit because, you know, she thought that was disrespectful. And I mean, by all accounts, it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. You, you can't. I mean, it, no matter if you dislike somebody like that, you, especially if you're in a, you're at a job like that also, because I know there's a lot of photographers that, you know, being an NBA photographer would be a dream for them. You know, you're probably getting paid pretty nicely. Oh, you yeah. know, got a nice little loft for yourself and all that stuff. And for you to lose it over some dumb shit like that, you know, uh, sucks for you, you know, and I'm, I'm glad because that, that was a distasteful post. And, um, you know, he should be ashamed of himself. And I think he said, uh, yeah, that post doesn't represent who I am. Then why the fuck do you repost it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So uh, let that be a lesson to a lot of people out there. Stop, don't post anything, just anything on social media, because obviously it can have some consequences, you know, um, whether you're in a big position or you're not. You know, you got to think about the shit that you're posting and think about, you know, some people you might be affecting or offending. You know, uh, as we can see in 2020, a lot of people have gone through that same shit so um careful out there but now we're gonna move on to the nfl uh patriots they signed a running back this week uh lamar miller uh who actually ended up on the pup list right that's correct um so physically unable to perform list and lamar miller if you guys don't know or remember who that is he actually played for the texans and he's actually a talented back you know um he can he's he does well after the catch um and you know he runs hard so i know that 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Sony Michelle. Michel, you yeah. know, our starting running back. He's on the shelf right now, physically unable to perform as well. Yep, yeah. So, and also Brandon Bolden, who's another running back that we had opted out for the season. So, yep. um, we needed depth at that position. And I think we have another undrafted rookie. He's like 5'5", five, five, but he's he's oh, electrifying. J.J. Taylor. J.J. Taylor. Yep, and yep. he's kind of like in the mold of uh, Deion Lewis. You know, so yep. um, and you know what we do with those guys in, in New in New England, starting with you know, um, Folk. What's his name? Um, Kevin Folk. Kevin Folk. Yep, and yep, then you yep. had little little Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. Yeah. A lot of people call him the little blockhead. You know what I mean? <laughs> I <laughs> haven't then, heard that one, but that's pretty funny. Yeah, and then you had Shane Vereen came through and did yep, his thing. Yep. And then now we have James White, and then Sweet well, Pete. actually we had Dion Lewis too. Yep. And then now we have uh, James White. James yeah. White. And now we're trying to get in uh, J.J. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Name. So um, that's all we got on the roster for right now. So uh, we needed a piece. The, um, Damian Harris, the rookie. I really want to see him. Yeah, I yes, really want to yes. see him. Yeah, um, me, me too. I'm, I'm interested in I seeing hope what he, he gets, can do. I hope he gets carries because I think last year he got like a total of four carries. Yeah, he so, didn't even play last um, year. right? And he wasn't a bad running back at Alabama either. So um, right, right. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing him and seeing what he can do from what I've seen. He's a hard runner. Really good after contact as well. Yeah. So downhill runner, uh, big body, you know, kind of like, you know, somebody we can put at the goal line. So I'd like to see him a little bit. That's exactly what we need. Yeah, yep. definitely. Another news, Patriots rookie seventh round pick, Dustin Woodard. Oh, I'm sorry. Before uh, before we move on to that, you guys have any thought on Lamar Miller? Lamar Miller? Um, I mean, not really, to be honest with you. You know, he's... I think if he's healthy, because I know he had an ACL tear the last year, yep. so he wasn't able to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if he's if he's healthy, he's he's a good piece for us um, to come off the bench. Um, he's a guy with experience, and you know he's good after the catch. And you know, I think if if Cam Newton is the back, he's gonna do well because Cam Newton likes to utilize his backs. You know, with with um, passes to the back, you know, as well. So mm-hmm. kind of like Tom Brady, you know, um, and also play options. Yeah, play options. Um, play actions, all that, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. That's one way Cam Newton is similar to Tom Brady. He does he, he does intermediate little passes pretty well, you know. Um going over fifteen, twenty yards, then we might we might have stuff to think about. But um he he, he does well in the short area. Yeah. So uh Lamar Miller, if he's not just like a camp body like we usually do every summer, mm-hmm. I think he could help us out. You know, if he's healthy and he, he, he can utilize all his abilities, I think he can help us out. Yeah, yeah no, I'm with that, for, for sure, um, he, you know, he's clearly got some talent. He was a pro bowler in 2018 when he had his best season with the Houston Texans. Uh, you know, believe he had, what, close to 1,000 yards in that season and I think like six or seven uh, touchdowns. So, I mean, he's clearly, you know, when healthy, got some talent and can play. Uh, it's just a matter of him being able to stay on the field and gain that knee right that he had the um to an acl on and uh and and, ho- and hopefully he can you know be a solid addition and give us something uh in, in the backfield and uh keep our other running backs fresh because i know the patriots like to do a lot of uh running back by committee so that their running backs stay fresh towards the end of the season and in the in the playoffs because you don't want to overuse uh you know, the running backs and give them too many carries because that's how they get hurting uh, and injuries that to come in. And we know they have quite a few guys that, um, you know, that have gone through injuries at the running back position in the last, uh, you know, few years. So um, I think he can help us for sure. Hopefully he, um, you know, can 
turn into something and Belichick can, you know, get the best out of him as he does with most of the guys he brings in. So, yeah, we'll see what happens and we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes when he comes off the uh, PUP list um, at some point. Word, word. Now, and um, I mean, did you have any thoughts? No, not really. I just I just think it just shows a lot about um, Sony. Sony Michel's knee. Yeah, um, it does. It Absolutely. just tells you that. He might not be ready for the beginning of the season. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. um, it's a bigger deal than, than it will perceive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Sure. Like, Lama Miller was good, like you said, like two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Right, right. Like, I really haven't heard that much of him since. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna, you know, switch one ACL guy with another ACL guy. So <laughs> that should <laughs> I know. Well, no, that, it's that actually should... the foot that was uh, bottom that he had. So oh yeah, on, um, Sony Michelle. That, like, he oh, it's the foot, with... but yeah, he yeah, does yeah. have a knee issue as well. So. Well, that too. He also had knee issues last year, right? And then he also had to have like surgery as well before oh, yeah. the, the season. Oh so, yeah, he's had a couple. Right, right, right. No, that's a definitely big major concern already, and this is. Only been in the league two years, going on his this third, is third year. year, man. So one one yeah. thing I want to say is that be with um with Kim Newton, the quarterback, I think that's gonna open up some running lanes for us. Yeah, I think for sure. I think yep, last yep. year we had a lot of problems running the ball, especially with um, our offensive line not being good. Yeah, I think this year with Kim Newton, it should improve the game. Yeah, so, Tom Brady's I mean, not a threat at all. It, uh, he's not a running threat, um, so I'm excited to see. Yeah, yeah and the offensive line is healthy too, which helps. They got Dave Andrews back. Exactly. Well, they did lose uh, Marcus Cannon, so we're gonna have to he's replace. Replaceable. He's I'm not too whoa, worried about. He's him. been starting, you know, for the last couple of years. You know, like I'm, I'm not the biggest Marcus, Marcus I'm Cannon big, fan, and I'm a Marcus I'm a big, Cannon guy. I think he's okay. He's improved. I'll, I'll give you that. And I think Darte Skarnakia did a good job in uh, helping him improve and getting the best out of him. But uh, I, I think that that's a guy that can, you know, be replaced on the offensive line and Belichick will find um, someone to come in and fill that hole at, our, at right tackle. So I'm not too worried about that. No, I definitely like uh, Marcus Cannon a lot, you know. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how Freholdy hold something. Freholdy hold that's his name. Some, some Wait, is it that new um that offensive new offensive line? lineman that we Fro-Holt. drafted from Michigan? Fro-Holt. That's yeah, his yeah, name. That's yeah, his yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, he's apparently supposed to be decent. So I mean, we'll see how he does uh, in training camp, and you know, if they decide to put him in the in the, in the, in the in, when the season starts, we'll we'll see. You know what I'm saying? If he can play or not, and what he's got. Yo, I'm, my bad. I'm laughing because we're watching a game, and these dudes, yo, <laughs> these soccer dudes, whenever they get hit, they're like. Rolling all over the place. Oh, oh yeah, all flopping. Like, all right, man, yeah. get your ass up, man. All right? <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Yo, he's funny. Oh, That's yeah, funny. The, the, the flopping kings, to say the least. That's that so question. funny, man. Um, I mean, but lastly, I wanted to uh, say one more thing about Sony Michelle. Shout outs to him because he is Haitian and, you know, we're going to support our Haitian uh, dudes out here, you know. Yo, Sony Michelle should be. On this podcast, for real, for real. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Yeah, I would be yo, a good yo, person Sony, to have this again. I know, you're, I know you're injured right now, so it's not like you're practicing or anything. So. Sony, you tell him, right? <laughs> 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 I just said, Sony, you heard me in Creole. Come, come chill with us here, man. Yeah, facts, dude. Facts. Um, yeah, but that would be dope for sure to have him on a, as a guest. On yo, the he park. could be in the house. You know, I have moms cook him up something. <laughs> a real Haitian household, you know. Um, but more on, on on the Patriots, you know, as we were talking about offensive line with Froholt, um, a rookie 
uh, seventh round pick Dustin Woodard. He, he retired from the league, and you know that really doesn't Did do much. Did you guys see anything about why he? Um, I don't know, man. When I heard that, I'm like, damn, you can't be that bad, bro. Like, like <laughs> you got you got drafted. You're that I think bad. He had, a, he had I think he had a forty thousand dollars signing bonus. Yo, he had a yeah, something like that. Man, that sounds about right. I hope he's not one of them people that think yo, I'm good. Yo, forty k. Uh, yo, nah, he bro, right? <laughs> like yo, I made my breath. He did not, he did, <laughs> like I'm living now. <laughs> he did not think that. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I hope not. I hope he did not. not think that. For real. But, but I mean, I hope he's okay. I don't know exactly. Maybe I don't know if it's an injury or what it is. Yeah, I hope he's fine. Now, hopefully, man. You know. Um, yeah, I didn't hear too much about that. But one thing, you know, I want to make it clear and did hear was that it's not uh, related to you know the to the virus or uh, the yeah. pandemic. Yeah, I don't, think, so. I don't think he would retire because of the pandemic. I think he, would, you know, what I mean, he would take the year off or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would opt out exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But listen, man. Regardless, he retires or not, he's a man that's played college football. You know, not many people can say that. He's a man that got drafted by the NFL. Not many people can say that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for a little while, he wasn't a he wasn't a, a NFL roster. Yeah. You know, yeah, not yeah. many, many, many football players can never say that. You know, so. Yeah, um, maybe he wants to do something else. Maybe good luck to like, him. Yeah. Good maybe, luck to him, you know. Maybe he wants a career change. Hey. Right, right. That will probably add some years to his life, too, because you know what happens to these players when yeah. they when they oh, play no, for too long. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's going to add a little bit, you know. Um, hopefully, he's not playing semi-football, like, overseas or some shit yeah. Um, yeah, right right yeah other news um that's not patriots related some guys got signed this year to some contracts uh two titans actually travis kelsey uh and george kittle you know two of the best top two of the best titans in the league right now mm-hmm. um you know I, I was surprised at the difference you know yeah, uh travis travis got 57 and um for kittle got years. 75 for five and boy I don't know. Maybe this is the effect of uh, Patrick Mahomes signing for five hundred freaking million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's why I was just going to get the max. You feel me? I was just going to say that. Yeah. But I also think it's a little bit like I think those guys are probably trying to say, "Hey, we have we have a core group here. Yeah, and we can we want to stay together. We can turn this into a dynasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's try to maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. I mean, he could have said, "Yo, Pat." You know, thirty mil. You know what I mean? Like you got it, bro. You, you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, come on, thirty out of the five. I'll stay on this team. You got it. Yeah, maybe, maybe that happens. That, that would have been a deal. Maybe I'd be for. That's what he told Pat Mahomes. He could have. That's possible. The Packers did some signing. Uh, they signed Kenny Clark, that nose tackle for seventy mil four year. He's a now the highest paid nose tackle in history, right? Yeah. So we know with these contracts every year. A guy's gonna set precedence because you know the cap or whatnot, or the value of these guys go up every year for some reason. Not that, um, I, not that I care about that signing, just because it's the Packers. I, I mean, right? There's it, it has nothing to do with anything. Like I'm surprised that a nose tackle is that much in today's NFL. No, that's because, a fact. Right? No, fact. That's a fact. I feel like today's NFL doesn't really conduce to nose tackles. That yep. big guy that's gonna be in the middle, like plugging, you know, the middle of your defense. Yeah. I, I thought that didn't exist anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was BJ Rabby, there was Vince Wilford. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, there yeah. was um the guy, what's his name? He's a Samoan guy. He used to play for the Ravens. Holy Nada. Yeah, Holy Nada. Nada. There was those guys, and 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 then uh, <laughs> yo, he's like an encyclopedia. Giving like, giving him props right now. For real. No, I Barry, appreciate the reason that. why I said it, I didn't expect you to say it. I what? I said it because I thought Barry was gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no faith in me. Nah, no faith in me. 
Because Barry's good with the name. He is, yo. I appreciate that. I don't remember that, bro. That was years ago. But how old he was that dude, though? That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. It's I feel as though the the time for the no cycle is. In the past, so I'm, right. sur- I'm surprised that they're investing that much in the nose tackle. So we'll we'll see what that does. Maybe maybe they're trying to invest in their defense since they're trying to push out their quarterback. No, I completely agree with that. But at the same time, if you have like a real nose, a real good one, you're gonna pay them because those guys they do damage in the they run do. game. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. They clog the middle. You you saw what Vince Wilfork did yeah. for us for years, like yeah, in the middle taking two monster, guys at one time every time almost. Yeah. You know, right, right. so Absolutely. Um, you had to double team exactly. Them. Oh yeah, you're shooting the gap, boom. You're not going anywhere. So, um, I mean, I think if they deserve it, if anything, you know, shout out to the big guys. They're getting paid out there and they deserve it because they're the guys that actually do the most work throughout the game because they're literally in each other's face every play. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, and they don't it, get mentioned, boy, and you don't nah. hear their names called mm-hmm. being much right, right, and it doesn't show up on the statute. But, no, those guys definitely do a lot of the dirty work and, uh, you know, the, the things that go unnoticed during the game on the field. But they're important for, for short players, and they, you know, have a you know pretty big impact on the game without question. So, no, shout-out to uh, Kenny Clark for being the highest-paid uh, nose tackle in NFL history. No, if you really think about it, there's no football without those guys. You know, like the, the offensive line, the quarterback can't do nothing. You right, know? right. So, Battle um, in the trenches, yeah. Facts, you know, so shout-outs to them. Uh, Cowboys signed Everson Griffin. He was one of the, you know, last remaining free agents out there. Well, notable names anyway. Um, what about the other guy, um, the Seahawks? Oh, Jadavian Clowney? Yeah, yeah. Still a free he's agent? Still, he's still and a free agent. that's crazy. Yeah, it is. is. But, it, it, I it, mean, it, his it, asking it, price it, is it, different. Hmm? His asking price is different, so yeah. he's looking to get like real money. But like he had like three sacks last year. Like, That's what I'm saying. He was <laughs> trash last year, right? Facts. Right. I don't know why his price hasn't gone down and why he still has that high of a demand. You're like I'm surprised it hasn't lowered. Like you know, Cam Newton's price lowered, so I'm surprised he still has uh, kept that. Price and wants a contract and where no that's what i was gonna say he better get his cam newton on I'm like you better take that one million like right, <laughs> or stay out there exactly. you know? get your um, one year prove it deal of even if it's the league minimum and yeah and, and go out and, and prove yourself that you can be one of the best defensive uh ends and defensive linemen in the league and then next you know year you can, be. can set yourself up for a big payday right like we just said well a la cam newton that's exactly what He's doing, and he's set himself in a position where he could have have a really big payday and get a big big contract uh, for next year. Facts, though. Um, so you know, Cowboys signed Everson Griffin. That was uh, yeah, they need good that. for they them. Need, they they need another like pass year. rusher. For, every for sure. year they sign some kind of pass rusher. But I know um, Michael, um, what's his name? Bennett. Bennett, yeah. The, one of the Bennett brothers, he retired, so they needed another person to get in there. And it seems like they always get a notable name for some reason, but it doesn't really usually do anything. Um, right, right. Hard Knocks is coming back, right? Or did it start? It already? is back, actually. Yeah, the first back. Uh, week was th- this past week. Yeah. I, did you watch that first episode? Uh, no, but I heard about oh, okay. the, the, the episode. No, I, I don't, I don't really it. usually watch the Hard Knocks. I, 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 I like Hard Knocks. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Too, some, I, I watch it sometimes. Some Listen. Of, some of them are good, but... um, For me, it's like, if the team... If I don't care about the team, I'm not watching it like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But, like, but I used to be such a football junkie that I would watch 2005 Hard Knocks. Wow. Like, wow. I was just... Man, that's different. I would, like, right, I would just... Right. I remember being um just, like, at home, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm bored. I'm not doing anything. Let me watch... Hard knocks, like let me watch Ray Lewis like rain down on somebody in practice. I don't know, I just enjoy that. But 
um i didn't get to see that first episode um but i'm sure um eventually i'll catch up to yeah, yeah. no for sure i'll check that first episode out too heard it was a pretty interesting uh, episode and yeah i like watching some of the hard knocks you know episodes but like john said it kind of depends on the team because if like the team's trash and doesn't really have any you know players you want to see then it's you know they're not really you know interesting and doesn't catch your attention the team that i really wanted to be on hard knocks is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Yes. Oh bro. yeah. No, they yes. should have been. Because yes. absolutely, the, the the requirement to be on Hard Knocks is you had to miss the playoffs for two consecutive years or something like that. Yeah, oh. yeah. And I thought, right, right, right. and the Bucks really haven't made the the Bucks really haven't made the playoff like that in the last couple years. So they have yeah. exactly. So I thought they were gonna be on there, but it was disappointing that they were right. Switch with all the personalities that are on that team now and being a pretty the, much a new team. What personalities are you talking about? Tom Brady. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't care. No. That's it. Somebody would have drawn all the audience. That's it. That's you know, it. That's true. That's true. Just to see his but what routine. about Gronk too? Gronk has a huge personality. Yeah, but yeah, not, but that not came, like that came afterwards. Like people, as soon as you say Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, people would have been like, "Yo, Brady with the new team, everybody would want to say." No, that's no, a for fact. For sure. No, that's facts. Good point. That's a fact. Um, another news: Anthony Lynn. He's the head coach of the uh, what is it, Los Angeles Chargers now? Yep. I hate right. saying that because it's I like, dude, it's supposed weird. to be San Diego, bro. Right, right. San you know? Diego Super Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, black. Everybody, yes. everybody just know that. That just real. it just goes. So it's I, I don't like that. Too, I don't like really. it, man. Yeah, I know. Um, it, that that sounds horrible. And I love right, San Diego. Right. Like I don't understand why. I love San Diego, man. No, San Diego's that spot. Yeah, but, um, but they never had fans. They right, never they didn't had have fans. a fan base. That, that was the issue why they didn't stay over there, right? Because people touring, man. They don't got time to go to the f- well, football it's game. Well, it's also like a retirement. Yep. Um, Tour, tourist. Tourist and, re- and a retirement um, so, um, kind of, um, you know, environment or area, right, destination. Right, 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 right. Um, but he had the coronavirus. Right, and I think he's yeah, like the Yeah, I think that third. was revealed on Hard Knocks. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, it was. you know what? I didn't know you had to miss the playoffs three consecective years to actually beat. I think beat. it's two. I think it's okay. two. Two, two sons. Oh, that's about. it? So yeah. no wonder Bill Belichick be working his ass off. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. No, he's like, you guys are never coming here. That's why Belichick is working. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be on Hard Knocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Forget the, the trophies. I'm working so I don't be on the Hard Knocks. For real, for real. I'm trying to get the playoffs for so I don't have to worry about ending up on that show. Facts. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good luck to him. And, well, apparently he doesn't have it anymore, right? If he, if it wasn't on the hard knocks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Um, I think it was before the season okay, started. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 All right. Yeah. So he, he, he should he be good now. He just revealed that he had it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It was just recently revealed. Well, good yeah. for him because, you know, it's like. If if that was revealed earlier, that league could have been in jeopardy. You know, like we're not coming back. That's um, kind of crazy. He's the third head coach in the NFL to be po- tested positive of uh, you know of the virus. So, but yeah, I mean, good thing that um, you know, he doesn't have it anymore because I know Sean Payton and uh, Doug Peterson also had it as well at one point. But yeah, no. Every time I think about Anthony Lynn, I think about that playoff. Uh, Playoff uh, series we had with them when Tom Brady was just like whooping their ass. Oh um, yeah, like, damn, that's too easy, too easy. <laughs> like, damn, you know, yeah, we, we, I can feel that. We blew them out that yeah, game. Oh yeah, out. yeah. Um, that was that playoff. They was like, yeah, the Patriots are done, and then we hung like forty two points on them. That was, that was. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was and another quick thing I remember from that game was when they had on a. Uh, Mic'd up, uh, Joey Bosa. Yeah, uh, was yes. tight and complaining to Tom Brady. He was like, 
damn, bro, you're getting rid of the ball too fast. I can't, you know, even get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Tom Brady just laughed and, you know, slapped him right in uh, the, the butt and, uh, you know, and kind of just kept it moving. But that no, was he a- actually said, well, stop getting here so fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. And lastly, for the NFL, I, we wanted to leave this one because this one's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's freaking bonehead. Uh, know, tell me about it. <laughs> Seahawks rookie, Kema Severin. Is that his name? Severin? Severin, yeah. Kema Severin. Uh, that's what I'm going to say his name. Or, or Severin. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not his dad. Um, but <laughs> he got released by the Seahawks uh, for attempting to sneak a woman in his room. And apparently that woman was, like, dressed in, like, Seahawks gear, too. Yeah, um, so as a Seahawks player, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so now you're a rookie, and now you... Whoa, 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 hold up. She was dressed as a Seahawks... <laughs> well, well, yes, that's, that's a difference. No, you didn't hear about that? Hold on, hold up. There's a difference. Was she dressed with Seahawks gear, or was she dressed as a Seahawks player? Seahawks gear to, like, have her pass. Like, you know, he's she, that's probably one of the players. Exactly. That's you know, like, they, they put that hair up, probably. Put the hair up, put the hat on, you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. That's why they try to, he tried to make it seem like so she could come into the hotel. Oh, he's calling. Yeah. And you know, they probably, like, the team probably has, like, the front desk call us if That's anybody for, comes for in here with to, anybody. For him to do that, it's a guts. It, it does. <laughs> and, and you know what else it takes? Stupidity. Because now yeah, you're yeah. out of a fucking cho- no. chance to get into the NFL. You're a fucking rookie. You know it's what I'm like saying? You just got yeah. to the league. You're not Russell Wilson. This is not Sierra. Like, what are we doing? Right, you know, right. um, exactly. You're risking it all for what? Yeah, and now good luck with him getting, you know, into any other team. With this year, how everything's going with the roster yeah, being yeah. down to 80. Like, you know, there's not going to be many places for you to go now. That's that's even more funny than I thought. I, I heard about the news, and I just knew that he tried to sneak a woman, and he got nope. Cut, but I didn't hear. I didn't hear that the 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 girl was dressed as a Seahawks man. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. Like a fucking oh, idiot. It's hilarious for sure. Um, you know. Yeah, no. I, I almost asked, was she wearing pads or something? Like, Yo, was she wearing, like, that would be hilarious. Oh, oh my god, that'd be the funniest. Yeah, thing. you're the only player to walk in here with pads on. What the fuck? <laughs> you got a full helmet on? That's really funny. <sighs> you know, it's like full helmet, cleats. You know, right shoulder pads. Like, well, listen, though, like, how dumb do you have to be? You know the team has the hotel. Like, yo, if anybody comes in here that's not our players, notify us right away. Like, can you imagine for, for, for the team not to instruct them, the hotel about this when they have protocols and everything? It's like anybody who comes in here, you have to screen them. You have to see who they are. You know, you what, know? I, you know what I thought, too? As soon as, as soon as I saw that news, I was like, I bet you she's over there with her friend. Oh, my God, he got suspended because of me. <laughs> yeah. Like you know she's bragging about that. Yeah, I took oh, all fam. I took she's all his that, money, girl. Story, it's about me. Yeah, for real. I was like oh, telling all her yeah, girlfriends you know, about that. Oh, yo, he risked it all for me. Yeah, like, yeah you know. are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you better get a life. Your your your, your oh, man's gonna play semi semi. What is it? Um, semi pro. Semi pro. Yeah. Oh no, he could be in the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's when, fucked up. The XFL, yeah. I mean, The Rock just bought the XFL and is going to be the savior of that league, so he may have a job if they start have a season next year. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, but all I hope is that she better have been bad and worth it, and he better be wifing that up or something, because if he ain't doing that and it's just a side trick or whatever, then, bro, I don't know what the hell you're doing, risking it all and risking your job and a chance to make a NFL roster just, you know, for some instant you know satisfaction that thing better be worth it 
Facts. You know what I mean? She better be a dime piece. Not even a dime piece. She probably that got thing. that wop, bro. Huh? She probably got that, that wop, right? That wop. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Maybe she got that wop. That wop. Yo, maybe. You know? Could she possibly could have you that? Might, you, might, you might risk it off for a wop. I, 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 I don't that, That's... <laughs> That that that, uh, that that that's another conversation. You know, uh, who knows she could be about that life. What what had happened was, uh, you know, she had to wop. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, like wop I've never experienced before. You know, this is life changing kind of wop. You know, I'm so just imagining him selling Pete Carroll that and Pete was like, he had what? <laughs> Yo, Yo. <laughs> people, people, listen. If you don't know what a WAP is, and Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, look it up, please. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah exactly. We know we're a little urbanized on this show, but uh, <laughs> let, let's move on because we could talk about WAPs forever. Right, um, right. Facts. To the MLB man. Um, I mean, we're in Boston, so we got to talk about you know our Fenway boys, the Red, the Sox. Red Sox, who, uh, like we said in the intro, they keep sucking. Um, Already, I got a new nickname for him, the Red Sucks. The Red Sucks, right now for sure, because they've won. The, they've won. Um, there's been 21 games so far. They've won a whopping six games. Embarrassing. So they're six and 15 right now, last place in the AL East. Um, the Yankees are in the first place with 14 wins. So the Yankees have won double the amount that they have this year so far. Okay. Already. Last place in the AL East. Okay. Um, do you guys think the Red Sox should tank? Tank for what? I don't know. What are they tanking for? For a higher draft pick? How high? <laughs> how does that? How does that shit even work? Because I know they got like three hundred picks every year. Like you know, people are picking like the two hundreds. I'm like, how many guys do they have to pick from? Yeah, yeah I'm not too sure how the MLB. <laughs> that, that's homework we're gonna have to do. Cause yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's how does? Have to more into that. I'm not sure how the MLB play, um draft works but i've i've heard people talk about them bro to be thinking how bad is that we know about all the other drafts we don't know about mlb drafts i, I don't i don't that's, think that's bad just i think it's bad because they're doing a bad job of like actually oh, displaying actually, their sport you know I what i'm saying that. like for I the nba facts. we have the nba draft it's big shit yeah the nfl saying. draft is big fucking production shit, facts. you know what exactly. i'm saying people have their whole families around yeah. you know right, tv crews right. okay. you saw you saw the virtual yeah, yeah, yeah. you know draft why don't we have something like that for baseball Baseball. Well, I, I know they do have one. Why isn't it like mainstream or like broadcasted like the rest of the leagues do? Maybe, they, maybe it is, but I know. I, I damn. I Why don't we know about the prospects that come out? Why don't they have highlight videos like the others? You know what I'm saying? No, like, no, make true. it more interesting. Right. Make me want to see these guys. Look at him. He just he just struck him out with like 102, like every other pitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, make make us excited to see your players. You know, I can't even. Um, what's his name? Uh, the he plays for um, the Phillies, I think. Mike Trout. Trout. No, no, Mike Trout. The Bryce Harper, you mean Mike Trout plays for the Angels. It, there you go. Even Bryce Harper. I don't remember seeing like a hype video for them. Do you remember? I think I saw one for, like, for those you guys. You saw like their high school tapes and stuff like that, yeah, but like yeah, you for, didn't for, see. For those guys, for like the major big time, yes. like high profile prospects that you know, yeah, this guy's definitely going to make it to the MLB and be like a superstar and the next big thing. In, in in major right. league baseball, but those are pretty much the only guys the you prospects. see that you know they have some sort of like highlight video or mixtape. If it's not if you if you're not a high profile prospect, then it's like you you don't really get to see anything. So I, it, it's crazy that it's weird. You know like that, that you know the 
these teams and uh, not really getting the you know the, their prospects out there like that. And dude, uh, right, right, dude. Even an undrafted free agent in the NFL has a highlight tape. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Even an, an undrafted player in the, in basketball, they all have highlight tape. Five. Why is this not mainstream right uh, now? It's hard to compare baseball to football. Just football is king, mm-hmm. but. It, I mean, it just tell you where baseball is as a sport. But I also, I'm also gonna take in consideration that I'm not a baseball fan. Maybe yeah. if I was a baseball fan, I would be paying more attention and I would know more. But since I'm not that big of a baseball fan, so that also put me in a disadvantage to even look for that kind. Of- Listen, bro, soccer's not even a big thing here, and I know more of their players than I do some of the baseball stuff. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's, I know it's, it's weird. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like we know who the top players in soccer are, but we. We could we couldn't list a lot of the players in baseball, but you know that that's their league. But um, Zach Plesak and Mike and Mike broke protocol. Um, they went out for dinner and drinks and, and socialized with friends. I don't know what team are these guys Indians. from. Oh, they play for the Cleveland Indians. Okay, um, Zach Plesak and Mike is Mike's name Plesak too. They uh, brothers no. or something? Uh, it's Mike. Wow. Uh, Claire Vinegar. Claire Vinegar. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, some guy named Mike, okay, they broke protocol and they went out for dinner, you know, when the... Oh, Clevinger. No, that's my fault. Well, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, okay. It's Clevinger. I'm looking at it now. So, both of those guys, they're pitchers. They play for oh. the... Yeah, I agree. Man. Yeah, so for the AL East, we got the Yankees uh, leading that um, that division right there with 14 wins. And then for the Central, AL Central, we got the Twins with 13 wins. And then for AL West, we have um, Athletics with 15 wins. So 15 wins seems to be like the most. And for the National League, uh, NL East, the Marlins, which is surprising, um, they're up number one right now at nine and five. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, um, the Cubs, who are NL Central, they're leading 13 um, with, with 13 wins. Uh, and then the NL West, you know, that's not surprising. The Dodgers are leading with 15 games. So that's the top, um, you know, win record that any team has posted so far with the with the t- games that's gone by. Uh, but on to uh, the NHL, man. Some playoffs is happening in the NHL, um, particularly the Bruins. You know, they're going against the Hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This series in the first round, and right now they lead the series two and one. Uh, did you guys catch any of the games? Of course. I was. Oh yeah, absolutely. Been, yeah, definitely been watching playoff hockey, no doubt. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch um the last game um just because the, the last game was yesterday, and I had a the re- timing. I had a, uh, it was, no the timing wasn't bad because uh, it's Saturday. I mean, it, it's I, weird timing for me. I like no, I like the day games. I just I had a lot going on yesterday, so I didn't get to catch that. But I catch the first two games. I think the Bruins are playing really well, but they're not capitalizing on their opportunities, um, which is the reason why the first game went to three overtime and the second game, the lost, the, they lost that game. Um, I think the Bruins can be a lot better um, defensively and offensively. I think they've created opportunities. They control the puck. They control, they control most of the games, but I just think um they they need to capitalize on the opportunities when they get there i didn't get to watch yesterday's game but maybe they played better yesterday uh well i didn't see much of yesterday's game i saw the the highlights uh from you know what i saw they played uh you know m- much better in game three yet yesterday than in game two i thought you know they struggled in uh game two and kind of carolina uh had you know control of that game and uh and skated a lot better and took advantage of their 
power play uh, opportunities and even scored on a Bruins power play, which is crazy. Uh, but I, I, I thought definitely there was a better team. Um, the Bruins were in game three and, um, and, and, and played really well. And it was impressive uh, for them to win uh, game three uh, with everything that happened uh, with everything that happened with the the Bruins yesterday. Um, so I think it, it was a crazy day for them, and uh, they were you know go facing a lot of adversity and in a tough spot and tough situation that could have gone the wrong way for them. And you know, luckily they were able to um, you know still find a way to you know win that game. Uh, and you know, Halat stepped up there. You know, the goaltender who played. Uh, you know, he, he who's you know their backup. He definitely had a really good game, uh, having uh, you know twenty nine saves and uh, really you know controlling the net as he uh, did yesterday. So, and I think the team rallied around him and uh, you know and, and really looked you know much better and uh, and and looked actually more even uh, motivated to to you know to play uh, in that game. That's you know what. I was seeing, um, you know, from without the highlights and, you know, what I briefly saw from that uh, game uh, in, in game three yesterday. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't watch it either just because I'm, I'm busy with my kid and stuff like that. But I did um, pay attention to it. I was listening to it on the radio a little bit, and then I paid attention to it. I'm a play-by-play guy. I can I can follow the game like that. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. mm-hmm. it's not a lot of people's preference, but, like, for me, it's like I have to get the game somehow. Yeah. So I, I follow, you know, along and, and see what's going on. Um, but I fully expect, you know, the Bruins to just, like, take this because it's the first round. Like, we expect you guys to potentially go to the cup, you know what I'm saying? Um, right, but the right, way right. that the team was playing before uh, the hiatus, before the coronavirus pandemic, like, they they won the President's Cup. So uh, they were doing pretty well um, on a nightly basis, winning a lot of games back-to-back. So I expect them to do what they do. So, um, I mean, you were talking about the goalie. You know, you said Halak. He actually had to take the net. And, um, you know, our starting goalie dropped a big bomb on us. Right, Barry? Yeah, he sure did. So... Uh, it was crazy that yesterday, uh, what about two hours before the game, like around ten o'clock, yeah. Uh, you know the Bruins star goaltender Tuka Rask, uh dropped a bomb on, uh, you know, on everyone on the team and uh, on, on all the Bruins fans uh, deciding to opt out of the season and out of the NHL bubble uh, due to his concerns about his family and wanting to spend more time with uh, his wife and uh, his newborn child. Uh, and I know he also has two other kids as well. So uh, he made that decision, uh, you know, official yesterday and came out with a statement uh, saying that he wanted to, you know, be there with his teammates competing, but uh, he felt like there were more important things in his life life than hockey and that was being with uh his family uh so that's why he decided to make the decision and he wishes uh the team you know the best and you know success for the rest of the season um i mean it was unfortunate timing for him to decide you know to do this now when the team's in the middle of a playoff series and uh and two hours before you know of a playoff game uh, so it was kind of it was shocking to and, and and had everyone appalled and uh, 
<laughs> and blown away that uh, he could, you know, decide to do make this decision, uh, you know, at the time that he did. Uh, but I mean, if you heard his comments after Game Two, yeah, um, I know he had some pretty interesting and comments. Uh, yeah, and appealing comments uh, about the atmosphere of the bubble and how it didn't feel like playoff hockey out there and that it felt like a you know exhibition preseason uh game uh, for for them that the atmosphere wasn't the same and uh it feels dull and boring at times i know he had said that in his post-game interview uh, after their game two lost and uh that you know where those were re- really you know entered not only interesting but i mean telling yeah, we're pretty much telling and um, comments that I know a lot of people had uh, some things to say about. Uh, I know he's you know got a lot of backlash uh, from the fans and from the Boston media, particularly on the yeah. Boston sports uh, you know Boston talk radio. They they gave him a lot um, for that. So before I give you know my take on this Tugarat situation. Uh, you know, I'm sure you guys are aware of it. I wanted to let you go um, first and give your thoughts on uh, this whole situation that happened with Tukaras yesterday. Yeah, before um, I give my take on it, the, the actual statement from him, I think you actually summarized it pretty well. You have a lot of the stuff that he actually said on here. Mm-hmm. Um, that his statement was, um, I want to be with my teammates competing, but at this moment there are things more important than hockey in my life, and that is being with my family. I want to thank the Bruins and my teammates for their support and wish them success. Um, and, you know, if you if you've been paying attention to the team too, because he struggled a little bit in the last couple of years with like things that he would say in the media, you know, even even um, earlier recently, he actually said something in reference to like Black Lives Matter. He got a little black li- backlash for and stuff like that, and um, Marshawn had to like you know um, defend him a little bit for what for what he for what he meant in his comments. So it doesn't seem like he's uh, been having too good of a time um, in the recent couple of years or whatever, but. Um, I don't know the fact that he said that you know it sounds it feels like an exhibition game. You should be dominating then, you know, as a top goalie. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. one of the top teams, you should be dominating and stopping pretty much everything. If it feels like an exhibition, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think it's a big blow to the team, you know, because he is the the starter, he is the star. So I, I hope Halak is ready to go, you know, pretty much every game because that's what it's gonna take. And you know, he hasn't been a starter, you know, so this is gonna be different. And hopefully, he has the mindset for it. Um, it's this is very surprising the fact that he's up and out. Um, I feel as though the the Bruins fans have had a love and hate relationship with her. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he he's played well sometimes, but sometimes he does he let us down. Um, he's had um other instances when he when he gave up on the team for whatever small inch small. Um, I think he had like a sickness once. He gave up. Yeah, he um, had apparently like diarrhea or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? yeah. He was like feeling constipated, man. Right? Yeah, he had to sit out for a game. Yeah, exactly. And so, it was a really important game too. Exactly. Uh, was that was that the Olympics or was no, that? So that game, I remember it was actually uh, the it was the last game of the season. They needed to win that game in order to make the playoffs, and they were playing the Ottawa Senators, and it was in. Boston and it was a day game, early day game, one yeah. o'clock game, and he, you know, said, you know, said because he was sick that he decided, you know, not to play and that he, you know, wasn't gonna be able to be there with the team, and uh, 
Yeah, and they unfortunately, not only did they lose that game, I know they played pretty badly and got blown out and didn't yeah. make the playoffs that yeah. year. Thank you, Barry. So, yeah, and, no problem. And I think he had another instance in the Olympics where he gave up on his team as well. Yeah. So I think he has a history of bailing out, unfortunately. So during the pandemic, we've I have I personally haven't been given anybody flags for opting out, um, just because I think it's a pandemic, something that we've never lived through. We don't know what this is. If you have concerns, you you get to you get to make your decision. Staying. Um, I I feel a little different about this one. I don't feel as though uh, Aflasso took a hard time to think about staying in and coming back and he decided to come back and then opted out like Aflasso if he had opted out from the beginning it would have been like okay I understand you know everybody gets the chance to opt out um, but he came in he saw what it is and then he just like hey I'm not feeling it especially after his comment after the second game saying hey this doesn't feel like playoff playoff hockey I personally don't know exactly what ha- went through his head and I'm sure he's not gonna happy with what I'm saying now but as far as though he was like, eh, this doesn't feel good. Um, this doesn't feel good, but eh, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I just don't feel good about the way he handled it. The way he basically, he's, he, it feels like he's giving up on the team. There's no other it way. It absolutely does. There's mm-hmm. no other way that it feels. It doesn't feel as though, I mean, it does feel as though, okay, he wants to spend time with his, his Why, family. Why, he didn't think about that before Every, he went there? I, I know everybody wants to do that. I just, <laughs> right, I just think, I just think it's, he came into the bubble. He doesn't like how he feels, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm out." You know how I'm so so. For example, I I, I went to a Patriots um um practice with one of, one of my friends, and one of know, the training camp, one practice. of the training camp, and yeah, he yeah. and he came in, and you know, and he wanted to go with me uh, with us, yeah. Um, but he's not that big of a football fan, so I was like, "Sure, come." And then he got there, and he's like, "Yo, I'm bored." What? <laughs> what? Can we leave now? And wow. that's and that's why I felt so. That's 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 how I felt as though um Tukaras is handling it. He's like, oh, what is this thing? Yeah. I hope you told him the train is that way. <laughs> <laughs> the line is over there. Like, get the fuck out. That's, <laughs> like, that's that's my boy. I don't give I a can, damn. I, I I'll tell that shit to my brother. The train is right over there. Cause nah, if no, you ride with yeah, me, for real, what? You didn't even tell your brother that. Well, He's that done, was one of your main boys, bro. You know how many times my brother's done that to me when we go to the club, yo. It was work here, bro. Like, why? Because you're not dancing with nobody? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I'm having a good time, you know? No, that's my boy. So we we were like, yo, just you're just going to have to chill here, bro. You're going to have to take one for the yeah, team. We stay, right, right. we stay until the end. Until the end of practice. My, my right. dude was literally on his back staring at the sky. Like, that's wow. how much. That's, wow. how, much, that's how boy he that's was. That's how much he did not want to be there. Don't tell me that was wow. Rudy. No. Shout out to Rudy. I love you, man. (laughs) So it was Rudy and I that went with our boy Martin. And Martin was not about it. Oh, damn. That's crazy. That's funny. I mean, it happens. You know, it is what it is. But um, But Tuka, man, I... That was wild. You you might not agree with what I'm saying, but that's how I feel. I I just feel as though you're giving up on the team. You just don't like the bubble idea, the the way it feels. It doesn't feel like playoff hockey. hockey. Nothing feels like anything right now, Tuka. Like exactly us, the fans watching the kids on TV doesn't feel right. But hey, we we're here watching. Yeah, right. Um, so so like you know like I, I I meant to say that in um the NBA um section earlier like yeah. playoff is gonna feel weird. Yeah, like exactly. playoff is the noise, the fans. Yeah, right, right. Yep. All right, that right, makes right. playoff beautiful. The intensity. Hey, right, right. 
Tuka, it doesn't feel right for us either, but we're not giving up on the team. We we gotta watch. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but I know um I know Barry's waiting to kill him though. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I'm I'm definitely with with Vlad on 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 this one. Uh, th- this is a tough uh, one to to swallow for the Bruins. And again, it, it seems that as if Tuka's bailing out on his teammates and and leaving them hanging to dry. Uh, I mean. I get, you know what I'm saying, the the family thing and, you know, having, you know, a newborn at home, I get why that, you know, would be important to, you know, be with your family uh, dur- during that time, especially if you have a, you know, new child you just brought into this world. But like you were saying, John, if that's the case, if this is just strictly like all about being, you know, with the family and spending more right. time with your newborn... Why wasn't that decision made before going to the bubble, before being in Toronto with the team, then making it in the middle of a playoff series and when you've already played a few playoff games and now all of a sudden you want to say, oh, I don't want to play in the bubble anymore. I don't want to compete with my teammates. I need to be home with my family. Like it does, it doesn't sit well with me, and I know it doesn't sit well with a lot of Bruins yeah. fans. You know, because this guy seems has always seemed like he's mentally soft, and he doesn't yes. have heart, and he doesn't have that dog in, in in him. Like he's, and this is not the first, as we yeah, I previously mentioned, not the first time that this has happened with Tukan, where he you know has left the team. And has you know bailed on them in a critical time and in a critical game and part of this season just so he could go handle something outside of hockey, you know, whether it's family related. And especially hearing his comments after game two, in which I just previously uh, mentioned about him not, uh, you know, being, you know, you know, not, not liking the atmosphere about. You know, not it feeling like playoff hockey, like it feels like, you know, exhibition and it doesn't feel boring and dull out there. It seems as if he didn't, you know, want to play and didn't want to be there anymore from the, when I heard those comments and he just, he, his heart was, wasn't in it. He just didn't want to play hockey and didn't want to be out there on, on, on the ice. I think that was pretty much another way of him saying that when he had mentioned those comments in his uh, post-game uh, press conference after the game two loss. So um, he pretty much, you know, quit on his team. And when he made those comments, he mentally checked out. And and, and he and from there, he was gone. So, yeah, it was a definitely surprising decision and that he made as far as him deciding to actually opt out because I didn't think that he was actually going to have the balls to do it even though we knew that he wasn't fully committed and fully engaged and you know locked in uh in, into you know the playoffs and making the Stanley Cup run with the team but you know at, at the same same time it's like it, 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 it it's just another classic example of Tuka being Tuka and him always wanting to uh do his own thing and and not being there for his team when the, when they need him the, the, the most. It, it's happened on multiple occasions, and I think this may be, you know, getting to a point where the Bruins may have to start uh, looking and thinking elsewhere about yep. uh, 
Tuka Rask being with the team I agree. Uh, in the future because I was hearing this earlier uh, today when I was on my way here uh, that apparently he only has one more year left on his deal. Time to go. And uh, yeah, so he, his deal ends at the end of next season. Uh, and then he's a uh, unrestricted free agent after that. And he's even starting to get up there in age. You know, 33, going to be 34 uh, n- n- next year. So he's getting into his mid-30s. And um, NDA, he's still, you know, playing well. But I think that, you know, the decline is going to come uh, sooner than uh, you think. So uh, it was, you know, disappointing to see, uh, you know, Tuka, you know, do this because it's like, Everybody's going through a hard time, uh, you know, with this, you know, whole pandemic situation that we're going through and nothing feels normal and nothing feels right. And of course, it's not going to feel like playoff hockey if like the fans aren't there. But that still doesn't give you a reason to just, you know, leave your teammates hanging and uh, and and or and quit on the team and opt out just, you know, because, you, you know, it, you, 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 it, it's not feeling like um you know like the playoffs like you you just you just can't do that you you expect you're a leader of that team uh you know guys look up to you and guys um you know respect respect you and i think that uh yeah the bruins can say all they want about oh yeah we completely understand uh you know his situation and him his decision but i think um you know there's definitely gonna be quite a few guys that you know this rubs the wrong way and that they um you know they feel like he let the team down in this uh you know with this decision so that's my take on that and uh that's uh how i feel about uh tuka rask uh, and i just want to mention one other thing it was even impressive yesterday that they won because not only did tuka rask not play but david Pasternak uh didn't play as well and he didn't play in game two and he's uh the pretty much their top player and there was the leading goal scorer in uh the nhl this year with 48 goals so and they're saying that he's questionable at 50 50 bruce cassidy that coach uh said that earlier today of his chances in playing in game four so we'll see if he plays tomorrow night uh in their next game at uh, eight o'clock um against the carolina hurricanes word uh thanks for that man uh that breakdown um i mean and you know, for our next segment, you know, we got our indoor soccer expert, you know, yes, um, our indoor soccer connoisseur. You know, yes, I'm, trying, yes. I'm trying to uh, use, you know, bigger language bigger to, uh, language. <laughs> to, to to do you justice because I know, you know, you're just that cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this week in soccer, we had a lot of really important games. Um, we had the final for the um, MLS comeback tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, that was between Portland, the Portland Timbers, and Orlando City SC. Um, it was a really good game. I actually watched that game. Um, I was rooting for Orlando, but um, the Portland Timbers came out on top. Um, they defeated the Orlando um, Orlando City SC by two goals to one. Mm. Um, this week um, also was Champions Champions League. Um, semi-final and it was a heartbreaking semi-final for me myself as a fan yeah uh, my 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 two um favorite um on the champions league was barcelona and manchester and they both um they both got defeated and got sent home um yeah i saw that uh barcelona got killed uh yeah. eight to two by Bayern, and i wanted to uh 
post some stuff about it, and I'm like, I don't want to hurt Vlad's feelings. <laughs> yeah. so I will, yeah, I'll, I'll spare him true. this time. You should, you should have yeah, posted. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Vlad <laughs> must be feeling some type of way about that. It's, it's, it's not be. about, it's not about me. It's about the fans. No, so. they're they not only lost, and they got, they got they whooped, got, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think that's like the first time they're not making the playoffs or something like that. Well, they, they, it's, it's the first time since 2005. Yeah. That they're not making it to the semifinals. And they fired their coach expeditiously. Right, then, then they fired their coach or yeah. somebody fired They fired their the coach, coach expeditiously. So, right, right after that game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah, um so that guy so it's fun it's it's been a mess. Yeah. Um the Barcelona season has been a mess. Um I could go deep into it, but anyways, midway through the season they fired their previous coach. Mm. They hired wow. this guy and now he's fired already. Uh, <laughs> oh whoa. It's been Damn. it's been a mess of a season. The the team the team have made a really bad purchases of other players and they've mishandled the money and now they don't have enough money to sign really good players and they've done really bad job at including some of the top players that they brought in um, to play really well. So it's, it's been a mess for the last two, three years at Barcelona and the only shining armor at Barcelona is Lionel Messi has been carrying that team. He's back and 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 they they just have it done right um by him um quick question did messi play that game yes messi played that game what yes. and they yes. still got their butts whooped eight yeah. to two that's yeah. crazy two. Yeah. wow wow he can't defend everybody that's true exactly and he's not a defender he's not right, he's a striker right 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 that's um, not his position in his job i agree um so byron embarrassed barcelona eight to two i was watching that game at work like I'm a, you know, I'm a big soccer fan, so when it's time for Champions League, I make sure I have no meetings, nothing I'm working on at work, and yeah. I'm, so I can watch nice. those games. Because those games are, are happening at 8, 9 p.m. in Europe, which is like 3 p.m. here in, in okay. the U.S. So, so we got to tell your boss everything was rushed so he can watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't mind the mistakes, okay? <laughs> no, I like mind the mistakes. I literally make sure I don't schedule anything during yeah. that time. Like, I'm, I'm watching the game. Um, so it was, it was hard to watch that. It was really hard to watch. Um, yesterday, Lyon um, played Manchester City and they defeated Manchester City 3-1 in an upset. Manchester City was the favorite team to win the Champions League this year. And Lyon is not that big of a team, so nobody expected Lyon to be. And Manchester City was my second favorite team in the tournament this year. Um, so that was another heartbreaking loss. Um, during the middle of the week, PSG played Atalanta. PSG came back against Atalanta. Atalanta was playing, was winning by one zero till the ninetieth minute. The ninetieth. Damn! Wow. If you know, wow. so, if you if Damn. you if you watch a soccer game, soccer games are ninety minutes long, right? Was... And at the end, they usually give two three minutes of stoppage um, time. Stoppage time yeah. just because of injuries and stuff that happens. Timeouts. You know, timeouts. Not Cards. Timeouts, but, I mean. Yeah. Um. So at ninetieth minute, um, PSG equalized. Uh, so it became one one, and I think at the ninety third minute, God they scored damn. another oh, goal. Man, the very two, last minute, two, wow. one, two one, and and they won. That was a, it. Was an unbelievable comeback. Nobody, I didn't expect them to come back. I was damn. watching that game. I did not expect them to come back. But well, that sounds like a pretty great and awesome game, and that was a crazy and unbelievable ending. It wasn't awesome until the end. The like, end. Ah, I see. I see. <laughs> they no, saved so- the best for last. Literally, if, if you if you don't love soccer, it could be hard to watch because yeah. like you know you. A lot of people here, they're so used to, like, people scoring every other minute. You know, it's not like that, bro, you know. Um, No, that's crazy. Um, Last game is RB Leipzig um, defeated uh, Lugo Madrid 2-1. That's another upset. Um, RB Leipzig has no... 
a business defeating um Atletico Madrid, but they did. So here mm-hmm. it is. Um, so the semifinals will be playing this week. So it's RB Leipzig versus Paris Saint Germain, which is playing Tuesday. Um, at 3 p.m. Tuesday, um, August 18 at 3 p.m. Lyon versus Bayern Munich. Um, on Wednesday, um, August 19 at 3 p.m. So those are those are really big games. Um, and it's also the first time in history that the semifinal of the Champions League doesn't include an English team, an, an English team, or an Italian team, or a Spanish team, and which is crazy. All wow. the big teams. All the re- not all the big teams because Bayern Munich and Paris Saint Germain are big teams, but uh-huh. all some of the big teams people expected to make the semifinals all got eliminated. Damn, wow, that's wild. Um, that's shocking. Okay, so that's that's all you got for soccer that's right all now. I got, man. All right, man. I appreciate it, dude. And um, for our last segment, you know, uh, we got last but not least for sure the B Money Lifestyle Person of the Week, brought to you by our boy B Money. Who that? So, yes, for the Be Money Lifestyle Person of the Week, I mean, this guy had an unbelievable and an incredible week and, you know, did some special thing, you know, during, you know, this week that just transpired. Uh, So, it'd be, I'd have to give it to no other than uh, Mr. Dame Dollar, a.k.a. Damian Lillard. I mean, we just, you know, mentioned in the NBA section of the show that he was the bubble MVP, which he more than well deserved, Uh, you know, had an incredible uh, last three games and well last four of you want to include the game he had the playing game against memphis uh in which they beat you know memphis uh 126 to 122 uh but yeah this guy responded after uh losing to the clippers and uh you know missing two key free throws in that game uh and the three uh point shot that would have tied it he came back the next game scored 51 points and then that game after that, he had 61 points uh, as well. And then had 42 points uh, the following game. So he had a total of 154 points in three games. Uh, and was hitting some ridiculous shots like pulling up from logo, uh, hitting step back threes from the corner and fading away uh, in, uh, on, as he was hitting them. And, uh, you know, he, he literally legit put that team on his back and carried them into the playoffs. And uh, he, he was just special man he really uh took his game to the next level and uh you know was was locked in and was on a man on a mission uh and he legit had his eyes on the prize and he like he said he came with one goal in mind into the bubble and that was to to make the playoffs and that's exactly what uh he did he led his team to uh you know six and two you know record in their last eight games in the bubble and uh, now they're going on to face the Lakers in the uh, first round of the playoffs, and they play on Tuesday night at 9 p.m. on TNT. Uh, so definitely big shout-outs to Damian Lillard on winning this uh, week's Be Money Lifestyle Person of the Week. And then I also just want to quickly give an honorable mention to Alex Smith. Uh, he just got cleared off of the PUP list. Um, and is now going to be able to participate fully in all the team's uh, practices and uh, in their uh, football activities. Uh, So I know we've previously mentioned his story on the show, but if you're not aware of his story, he had uh, broken tibula and fibula in his leg and had to have 17 surgeries on that leg just for him to stay alive and chances of him coming back to football were slim to none and some way somehow he's been able to you know come come back and work his ass off and uh and get himself back into shape and 
and, and get himself back on the football field and and it's been a and pull off this miracle it's been an unbelievable uh comeback and he's certainly worth having as an honorable mention of the be money lifestyle of the week so i definitely want feel like he was worth mentioning because it takes a lot of courage and a lot of perseverance and determination to do what he did um in making this comeback that uh and, and that he just made so definitely big shout outs to Alex Smith on being an honorable mention uh, of the Be Money Lifestyle person. Dope, yeah. Um, Dame definitely had an amazing week. Um, so that, that's what's up. I don't disagree with any of that. And Alex Smith, I did post a video of him uh, this morning um, being congratulated by his family. But I was very worried just because like, I looked at the way he was moving his leg. It doesn't look like he's comfortable on that leg so i'm pretty worried about that because like it's oh, like really he's been clear nah, go back and look at go back and look at the video, the video and see video. the way he's moving his leg it looks like he's favoring his other leg and like not trying to put too much pressure on one um and he has a big black sock on it either you know so um yeah, yeah I, I mean I, also um, i was just gonna ask is that video recent is that, that was recent that, that was that was, was, that was saturday yeah. yesterday Yep, yep. I was like, dude, so that does not look good. And he might posted it on IG. Yeah. He's good to do what? I know. I'm he like, doesn't, that doesn't uh -uh. look like he's a guy to play football. He doesn't look well, like I know, it. obviously. I know, Barry. But he doesn't look like he's ready to play football to me. Nah, nah. He, I don't know. I'd be worried about it if I was his family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm worried about I, it. I get it if you, you, know, you want to come back and stuff. But, like, you could lose your leg for good, you know? Um, I'm not okay with that at all. Well, you know, the doctor is um, no best. So. Exactly. Right. The, the doc, medical staff. He's still getting paid, so you know, go out there and you know, kill yourself. I'm telling you, look at that video. That doesn't look like somebody that's ready to do anything. Nah, nah, it doesn't. Um, yeah, and and uh, no, it's uh, no, it's a bit yes, it's surprising in the way he was moving the video. I think I briefly saw it when you posted yeah. it this morning when I was on my way uh over here. Um, mean, but it's crazy that he's been cleared by the medical staff. Um, and the and even the coach Ron Rivera uh, said that you know he even impressed and uh, was blown away on how good you know Alex Smith actually looks. So I mean well, I guess they must see something that we're not seeing, uh, you know. And he must it must he must move differently on uh, you know the football field. But yeah, the way he was moving yesterday, I mean you can't help but have uh, you know questions and be skeptical uh, as far as um, you know his ability to you know move on that leg during an actual football game when there's people that are going to be running at him that are a lot bigger than him so i mean it can see why you guys are concerned but uh, i mean he's been cleared to play then we'll just have to wait and see how uh he actually plays and he actually looks when uh the season does start in september word um yeah man that's gonna be it for our show if you're still listening as always man we appreciate it we thank you and um please you know if you're watching the youtube subscribe to the channel you know click that like button share uh put on the the notification button so you know exactly when we drop the videos on wednesday morning but it's been episode 22 man we'll holla at y'all next week peace out peace, peace.